turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Good afternoon and welcome to this edition of the Bill Bunkley Show as we are clearly thinking about uh, the important weekend ahead, and that is Independence Day weekend And that's so very, very sweet to hear. We just hope that we can keep that independence. Amen? Amen. Glad to have you with us this afternoon. Of course, I'm Bill Bunkley, host of the Bill Bunkley Show, and we are part of the Salem Media Group. Uh, And want to let you know that it's always important uh, for us to be able to, to be here to encourage you and also to inform you. Now, we are standing by, and uh, sometimes... uh, there's an opportunity for us to hear from uh, uh, the Vice President of the United States and uh, along with uh, Governor DeSantis. And so if that's going to happen, we will let you know. Very important discussion between the two uh, about uh, the COVID-19 situation right here in Florida. And that's going to be a special opportunity for us to talk about uh, today. Now, as uh, we're getting ready to go into the 4th of July weekend, we have so much to be, just to be um, thankful for. We have been blessed. And uh, the idea about uh, our, um, our freedom that we have today. But, you know, as we're marking yet another year uh, in our independence, and this is uh, Independence Weekend 2020, do you know that our fight for independence is not over? Do you know that the concept of freedom is not a concept that just continues to go forward on uh, on uh, auto drive? No, it is something that, especially now, I think we see that it's important for us to be engaged in the battle, if you will, to be engaged in the fight uh, to keep our independence. You know, when we look at some of the words of the Declaration of Independence, And for the support of this declaration, it says, with a firm reliance on the protection of divine providence, we mutually pledge to each other our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. Think about that for just a moment. Think about the pledge to each other. 
You know, when, um, when this bold move was taken by the representatives of the original 13 colonies, the people who you see signatures on those founding documents and in the constitutional documents, you know, they were putting their, they were putting their lives on the line because most of those individuals were influential neighbors all throughout the 13 colonies. And their influence, uh, they also were very well acquainted with the King of England. And the King of England was well, um, well um, um, aware of those folks who began to move in the direction of breaking off from the United Kingdom. And to talk about the fact that uh, not only the pledge was their lives to each other, but also their fortunes, oh, that was so very true. Because if the, um, if the, if the independence movement had gone the other way, chances are most of these individuals had a good chance of losing everything. But you know one thing they wouldn't lose is that is that third concept that I just shared with you from the Declaration of Independence. Their shared sacred honor. You know, to some degree, honor is, um, is sometimes missing in the American culture because we have gotten so focused on ourselves, so focused on uh, being able to um, look out for number one that uh, to, to be able to be a person of a sacred honor to another person, that simply means that you are going to keep your word, you're going to stand tall, and the values that you are known for, those are the values that you will stick with no matter what the price. There were 56 patriots that actually signed this pledge this mutual pledge to each other for their lives, their fortunes, and their sacred honor. Fifty-six patriots. And let me tell you, don't let anybody try and convince you that these 56 patriots came together absolutely void of any exposure or any knowledge of biblical principles. That would just be patently untrue. Remember that of the 13 divisions of the 13 colonies, there were also close to 13 divisions in uh, theological beliefs and alignments. And when these uh, 56 patriots got together, many of them were Christians. Many of them were following the teachings of Christ. But some of the customs uh, that they were, uh, they were used to in their own colony well, they were now gathered with other individuals who had uh, other customs. And there were differences in ways that, uh, you know, the Christians from one colony might greet each other, and uh, there was a way that another colony might greet each other. And so as they came together and they were having those early days, there certainly were times of... Um, of um, well, I would say a little bit of confusion maybe, just in the greetings, just in getting to know each other. But, you know, God had his hand on all of it. God had his hand on all of those uh, differences, and uh, it was um, 
it certainly was a, uh, a beautiful thing. So who were these 56 patriots that put it all on the line? Well, obviously, you would imagine some were lawyers. We had a doctor. Uh, we had a surgeon. We had those who were ministers of the gospel of Jesus Christ. As you would imagine, there were some farmers, had some sheriffs. We had a printer, a publisher, <laughs> had a scientist. And some of these you can probably even name off of which one of our founding fathers had that area of a profession. But there was also a surveyor. There were some judges. There was a tax collector. There was a customs collector. There was a, there was a, a retail shop owner, a mercantile owner. There was a carpenter. There was an architect. There was an author. There was an inventor, a ship owner, plantation owner. There was a poet. And there was a college president. Now think about, think about this point in American history. We talk a lot about diversity today, and um, certainly there's diversity in terms of uh, uh, the pigment colors of our skin. That certainly is center stage right now. But always, when you have an advisory group, there is also a need for diversity. All of these different areas that I just shared with you, they all have uh, different perspectives. They all have different interests. Now, they all had similar interests, and that uh, was the, the founding principles of the United States of America. But what, what I mean is, is that, you know, a farmer has uh, different issues that uh, he may be thinking about that need to be part of this U.S. of A. Uh, than uh, maybe the printer or the publisher. Um, someone who was one of our founding fathers who was an architect would have a different point of view from, well, uh, either our doctor or the lawyers that were part of the group that came together. And the part that I focus in on is I firmly believe that the inspiration of the Holy Spirit was upon this, this group of men. And the reason why I say that, when we look at what has happened, uh, back then, they had aspirations. They had dreams about what America could be, who America could be, and what that would represent for the future. Well, now we're in 2020, and we have the opportunity to look back at actual history in the rearview mirror. Look at what all America has represented, even though in the last decade or two or three, we're really, we're really slipping, and we're really slipping bad as a nation to our entire corporate support of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. But if you just look at who America has been in the world, and the least of which, these founding fathers never knew that in 1948, America would play a pivotal role in the answer of... Um, a prophecy of many years ago 
that the Jews would return to their land. And Aliyah has been happening since then. And not to mention, um, if this is if this will hold past the presidential election, the naming of the, or, or the moving of the American embassy from uh, Tel Aviv to Jerusalem, the sacred capital of the country of Israel, and now the protection of some of the occupied, so-called occupied territories, the the West Bank, however you want to refer to it. And remember that God's original land grant to Abraham was far wider than anything that we're looking at to here. And so, God bless America. God bless this Declaration of Independence. And as we have an opportunity, not just for one day, but uh, in this particular cycle, uh, we have an entire weekend. Uh, to contemplate uh, the importance of freedom, as well as to balance that with uh, a look at what's happening in our nation today. Because the struggle for our independence is certainly not over. And in fact, uh, the threats that independence have risen sharply in the last few months. We know that many in this country no longer share the Founders' vision. And that is, that's sad. That's very disappointing. And remember that they gave us this grand republic, this beautiful republic, this awesome republic. And it's ours, but if you remember, founding father, walking out of one of the constitutional convention meetings said, yes, giving you a republic, that is if you can keep it, which means if we can keep it. Be very thoughtful. Independence Day 2020 is very important. I'm Bill Bunkley. I'll be right back. Before you have the problem, this is the best thing you and you feel like your worst. So in the questioning, don't ever doubt his love for Bill Carl here for my friends at Moss Nissan. You know, while the factories were slowing production and many dealerships were running out of cars to sell, Moss Nissan and Moss Acura went on an inventory buying spree, so you don't have to settle. Now, with over a 1,000 new and pre-owned vehicles to choose from, Moss has a vehicle for everyone's budget. Now, before you buy that Nissan or Acura elsewhere, see Moss. They'll have the vehicle you want, the other guys might not. Their goal is to never lose your business over price. With many favorable finance programs, including 0% loans with approved credit, Moss Nissan Crystal River just received the prestigious Award of Excellence from Nissan. Great job, guys. And if you're searching for a new, improved service experience, Moss Service Departments handle all makes and models. Moss Nissan and Acura are the home of You Serve, You Save, which now applies to pastors and church workers in addition to vets, first responders, and active military. Locations in Newport Ritchie, Crystal River, and now Florida Avenue. Or go to MossAcura.com and MossNissan.com. Hey, are you guys open? Yeah, yeah, we are. Come on in. As businesses reopen across the nation, is your business prepared for what comes next? Salem Surround can help. COVID-19 brought America's thriving economy to a screeching halt. But now, local businesses are getting back to normal. Are you ready for the return to business and all that pent-up consumer demand? Contact Salem Surround. Learn more at surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com. 
connecting you with new customers. Sunday mornings at 7.30. Don't miss the crucified message with Dr. Tony Young Jr. Let me remind you, that's the way you and I have acted toward God. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. But not only that, he gives us life. He gives us health, strength, food, shelter, and clothing. The Crucified Message with Dr. Tony Young Jr. Sunday mornings at 7.30 on Faith Talk AM 570 and online at letstalkfaith.com. We're back, Bill Bunkley here with the Bill Bunkley Show. Absolutely excited about having you along the way this afternoon. I ran across a very, very interesting story. Uh, This is in the news, and I thought uh, I would take a moment just to share it with you. And because it has to do with pastors and men and women of our police departments, or at least a police department, I should say. And uh, you know that we are trying to bring everybody together on one page to decide the things that we need to do to move forward. And I ran across something that maybe we could adopt right here in our area. It's a story that uh, I ran across by Amber Strong with CBN News. And it has to do with uh, what's happening in Indianapolis, Indiana. The story has to do with pastors in police cars, police officers in pews, and police in the community walk a mile in each other's shoes. So if you're listening this afternoon, Pastor, how would you feel about going on a ride-along with your local law enforcement agency. Go out and spend a shift. Maybe go out and spend a shift overnight uh, to be in that passenger seat, to see that uh, sheriff's deputy, highway patrol, police officer work through their shift. I want to talk about that, and then I'll talk about the reciprocal side of that. And so as we're trying to bridge this divide between law enforcement and the community, I think pastors can can really make a difference here. Now, especially in, in some of the inner city neighborhoods, that's where I would recommend these ride-alongs would really take place. Because that is the area where we have a a great deal of mistrust. But this this program in Indianapolis, Indiana, I think they may be on to something. And the idea is for a pastor and a police officer via in the community with other community members to walk in each other's shoes.
If we have a pastor that can do a ride-along in one of these communities and be able to witness what is happening in those communities, what would happen if we had some of the members of the police department? And keep in mind that departments are doing what we call local policing. So there, and when you get a, a local policing, we don't have a lot of beat cops like you see in New York and Chicago because we don't quite have the, uh, the, the compression of the ur- urbanization there. Uh, but the idea is, so you've got, you've got the different shifts with the sheriff's police department. And so what would happen if we would have some pastors riding along different nights on a regular basis, and then some of those police officers would come and visit one of the worship services, and I'm thinking of the pastors that would do a ride-along, then that officer that hosted that pastor that night for the ride-along, that pastor and others would come uh, just to... um, experience and um, be a part of a, of a worship service and to begin to see these ties these relationships because at that point you could then have maybe the pastor um, hosting the, the, this the, this relationship that develops with a handful of officers that are um, primarily, serving and protecting around that church, uh, then to have maybe some other opportunities for get-togethers, discussion, um, give and take between police officers and that church or members of the community. And uh, because that's what they're doing in Indianapolis. They're calling it... um, Police officers rounding the block. And that's what people see every day. But I'll tell you what, when you see those police cars driving around, and, and the next thing is you you might look and see the local pastor <laughs> is in the car. <clears throat> you might have a, a Catholic nun in the car. Um, and then an opportunity to... See some police officers worshiping in in that same church environment. Imagine the looks. Imagine the attention that they would uh, they would be getting. And so, as we are looking for ways to bring our communities together, as I've said before, I think the only the only hope for healing. Is the, is the love and the healing provided by our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and through the Holy Spirit. And as I saw this, I thought this might be a tangible, uh, a tangible suggestion as we try to move forward. In Indianapolis, there's 15 congregations that are taking uh, a part with this taking a part in this. Um, and there, I will tell you that there are some officers who, who are walking the beat. 
And what's happening is there, those pastors are actually walking the beat with them. And oftentimes those pastors, you know, the police officer may know someone in the community. And maybe there's a a greater chance that if they didn't know somebody, that's someone that has kind of been, you know, uh, in the area of a little mischief. And then the pastor may know that same young person and may know his family. And so imagine if they came across to them in the evening, the both of those together, the conversations uh, uh, that they could have. And also getting the attention of uh, that youngster. Uh, But anyway, I think there is uh, a lot of good. But that lot of good is being hampered because it only takes a few uh, to break that trust between a community and uh, a law enforcement agency. But we've got to um, we've got to bring this down. We've got to have an opportunity for people to come together. And so maybe if there's a pastor or some deacons listening this afternoon, maybe there's an opportunity for you to have a dialogue with your local sheriff, your local um, police department, and maybe this might be your first step. I'm Bill Bunkley. Going to take a break. Be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. The number of confirmed coronavirus cases in the U.S. climbed to a new high of more than 50,000 per day on Thursday, with the infection curve rising in 40 out of 50 states as the pandemic trended in the wrong direction in nearly all of the country outside of the Northeast. California's mood has gone from optimistic to sour as the coronavirus cases and hospitalizations rise heading into the July 4th weekend. Governor Gavin Newsom has ordered bars and indoor restaurant dining closed in most of the state, Many of the beaches are off limits. Two pro-life cases involving abortion clinic buffer zones will not be heard by the Supreme Court. Over the years, the Supreme Court has heard several cases involving clinic buffer zones, but this time the justices said they would not hear the cases. On Wall Street, the Dow ahead 196 points. The Nasdaq ahead 94. This is SRN News. During these unprecedented times, we know you're all worried about your family's health your job, and paying your bills. Stop the endless debt cycle, especially now. Be proactive and take advantage of unique programs in place to help you get free of your debt. Don't wait for the bills to pile up and the banks to breathe down your neck. The program at Total Financial Freedom can help you get free of credit card debt, internet and signature loans, and even timeshares. You pay only a fraction of what you owe, and they even offer a guarantee. Call now at 800-464-7144 to see if you can qualify and receive a free book written by our CEO, the Debt Dietitian. A-plus rated, Total Financial Freedom has helped thousands get debt relief without considering bankruptcy. During these stressful times, debt doesn't need to add to it. Call now. 800-464-7144 and get your free copy of the book to help you at 800-464-7144 that's 800-464-7144 Timeless wisdom, encouraging proverbs, and powerful promises. At BibleStudyTools.com, we aim to provide the best free resources for knowing the Word of God and applying its powerful truths to your life. Use BibleStudyTools.com's daily Bible verse for inspiration as you start each day. Find powerful verses on more than 300 topics that relate to your life's challenges and needs. Verses to encourage your soul, lift your spirit, and strengthen your faith. 
Visit BibleStudyTools.com. That's BibleStudyTools.com. Now streaming on SalemNow.com is the brand new film, Selfie Dad. Selfie Dad is a very funny yet powerful movie about a Christian dad in a midlife crisis who becomes an overnight social media phenomenon only to turn away from God and his family. But when he's confronted with a newfound friendship and the life-changing truths of the Bible, he learns the only way to have true happiness. Some of these things I just can't fix without some sort of direction. And I'm finding it right here in the Bible. God can do incredible things. Selfie Dad stars Christian comedians Michael Jr. and Shonda Pierce, as well as Grammy singer, YouTube star Jamie Grace, and War Room's Karen Abercrombie. It will inspire you to find the life-changing value of the Bible. Watch Selfie Dad at SalemNow.com and use promo code TAMPA to save 20%. That's SalemNow.com, promo code TAMPA. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk, AM 570 and AM 910. But you can also listen using Alexa. Simply tell her to enable Faith Talk Tampa and enjoy streaming at letstalkfaith.com. Back, Bill Bunkley here. The Bill Bunkley Show here on the um, as a proud um, member of the, uh, the Salem Media Group here in West Central Florida. Want to talk about someone who um, who's paid the price for following Christ, and um, it's in a country about a ninety-mile stretch, just south of. Well, the southernmost point of the United States, and that is Key West. I want to focus on Cuba for a moment. And as representative of uh, all of those who go to share the gospel in places where there could be risk to their personal lives and their personal lifestyles. And I wanted to, to share this story because... It's important to realize that Cuba is still hostile to an open religious liberty, religious freedom environment in the island country. There is a pastor by the name of Ramon Regal. Ramon Regal and his wife, Aida Esposito, Esposito, um, April of last year, not April, a couple of months ago, they've been in jail 
in Cuba since April of last year. Why? Think about this, homeschooling mom and dads. They got put in jail because they were homeschooling. The socialist communist government, and I want to make sure that I make that emphasis, uh, the socialist communist government did not like the idea of their children being homeschooled. And it all has to do with socialism and atheism that is taught in the Cuban public schools. They are indoctrinating their kids with socialism in Cuba so that as those young kids grow older, they don't know that there's another way to go, and that's called freedom. And, of course, they are teaching them atheism. Well, the, the couple was sentenced for crimes including other acts against the normal development of a minor, basically charging them with child abuse. Child abuse. He was sentenced for two years, and he was also charged with illicit association since the church he was pastoring <laughs> is not registered with the communist Cuban government. CBN reports, while the couple served their sentence, their two children remain at home without their parents. And are you ready for this? Without any schooling whatsoever. This is... This is really unconscionable. It's also unthinkable. And we think about the freedom and the independence that we're in the midst of during these days of uh, Independence Day 2020. And not too far from our borders, we have we have this very unfortunate situation. Well, he's been released and ask you to pray for this family and to lift them up and just remember the price for freedom. Now, I want to let you hear a little bit from um, a press conference with Governor DeSantis as well as the Vice President of the United States, uh, Mike Pence, right here in Tampa. Let's go ahead and um, let's listen in. You know, we, between the state, we're doing 10,000, 15,000 tests a day at all the different sites. Um, there was a question about PPE. We've got PPE. Hospitals have it. State has it. You know, we're good to go there. Uh, there was no uh, treatment of any kind, really, for this. It was totally novel. Uh, the physicians have learned a lot. And then through uh, Secretary Azar and HHS, uh, I remember coming down, I think, at the end of April to visit Tampa General. They asked about Uh, we apologize, folks. Are we are standing by as uh, the vice president is sharing 
Uh, some comments here in just uh, a few moments that I want to bring with you. A uh, very important visit by the, uh, the Vice President uh, as well as uh, the Governor of the State of Florida. Florida and Texas and Arizona and other states that have been opening up certainly have been experiencing some challenges. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, take you back to, uh, to that press conference. Rather than be discharged back to that facility, which would create problems, you have a place uh, to go to be able to discharge that. So all around the state now, uh, we've got 750 beds in COVID-only nursing facilities. And so we just brought one on in Miami. We now have one in Broward, two in Palm Beach, uh, two in Southwest Florida, Brevard County, uh, Jacksonville, uh, Escambia, and Tallahassee. So pretty much anywhere around the state, uh, if you have somebody who is a resident of a long-term care facility that's in the hospital, that's medically stable but still contagious, uh, you have a place where they can be safely transferred. So we think that that's something that's very, very significant. Uh, the message that we've really been sending for folks in Florida, I think because we had such a quiet May, uh, because, you know, the positivity was so low, the caseload was so low, um, it kind of fell out of the news at the end of May, beginning to, of June, uh, and I think people weren't as focused on it anymore. Um, and now, obviously, we've seen these cases, so I think people are more focused on it. Uh, but basically, the message is, you know, for those folks who are uh, 65 and older, people that have significant uh, underlying medical conditions, um, you know, do your best to avoid crowds and, and minimize close contact with people outside your home right now. We have... Um, the uh, uh, virus community transmission, particularly with younger people. Uh, if you look at where you go back a month, the median age of our cases was in the 50s. Uh, now the median age of the cases here in Hillsborough County for the entire pandemic has dropped to 34. And there'll be days where we'll get cases in Hillsborough County and the median age will be under 30. In Orange County, the median age for the whole pandemic is now 32. There's days where it'll be 28, 29. So it's been a huge shift. The case growth has really been in that 18 to 34, uh, 35 age group. Now those are folks that are by and large gonna be much less um, prone to significant consequences. Nevertheless, uh, with the increasing positivity rate, it's clear that you're seeing more and more community transmission really being driven by that age group. And so you know, if you're someone in one of the medically vulnerable conditions or you're an older person, you know, just understand that that's out there. Continue to be vigilant. I think folks in Florida, the seniors have been very, very vigilant throughout this whole time. Uh, we still want to ask people to be able to do that going forward. And then for kind of the general public, you know, we're telling people to avoid the three C's, um, you know, close, closed spaces. In Florida, it's hot. People don't want to be outside in the 95 degree heat. Uh, just understand if you're getting together in closed spaces with uh, poor ventilation, that is going to be a much better vector uh, for this virus to be able to spread. We're also saying avoid large crowds. Now, we had for a long time a 10-person gathering limit. We've advised, you know, not to do uh, more than 50, but I would say the smaller the group, uh, the better uh, for that. And then also the close contact. If you're in really close, sustained contact with somebody, you're going to be more apt uh, to see transmission of this virus. So avoid the three Cs. Uh, stay safe and, and take care of yourself during this holiday weekend. I want to bring up the vice president, just thank him. Uh, he came down, I remember, at the very beginning of this in March. We went down and met with the cruise line folks, um, has always been there to help us uh, as we've needed different things. And, um, you know, we have needed things from time to time. And so I really want to thank him for, for being a friend to the state of Florida. 
being a friend of the people of Florida and really us not, never leaving this fight. I mean, even as we saw numbers go down across the country in May, you know, now we see a, a sunbelt resurgence. Um, and he's been, I think, all over the sunbelt just in the last few days. Um, so we've already discussed ways that, um, that they can help Florida going forward. And, um, and I know that they're going to be able to deliver on that. So I want to, it's my really honor to be able to welcome yet again to the state of Florida, our Vice President Mike Pence. Well, thank you, Governor DeSantis. Uh, thank you for your leadership. People of Florida deserve to know that from the very beginning of this pandemic, Governor DeSantis and his healthcare team have uh, formed a seamless partnership uh, with our entire uh, White House Coronavirus Task Force. And uh, whether it be in testing, whether it be in personal protective equipment, whether it be in the distribution of therapeutics like remdesivir, um, uh, or whether it be in advancing the kind of mitigation efforts and that, have, uh, that have kept Florida low for a long time until just a few short weeks ago. Governor, I want to thank you. Uh, thank you for your leadership and your partnership, and I want to, I want to thank all the people of Florida uh, for all of your efforts over the many months. Uh, and to say to each and every one of you what we said to the governor today is we're with you. And... Uh, in President Trump's direction, we're going to make sure uh, that your governor uh, and the state of Florida have what you need when you need it uh, to meet this moment of rising cases across the state. Uh, we really are here to, uh, uh, to assure the people of Florida uh, that as we, uh, as we see the rising cases, not only in this state but across the Sun Belt, that, uh, that we're going to do whatever it takes to make sure that our extraordinary health care workers have the resources and the support and supplies. The governor and I talked today about uh, uh, about personnel, and uh, we'll be considering a, a request from the state of Florida about uh, medical personnel that uh, we'll be processing uh, in very short order. Uh, but, um, uh, Governor, I also want to thank you for your efforts. Uh, I want to thank you for your efforts to open up Florida again. We had good news this morning as a nation. Uh, nearly five million jobs created in the month of June, including many here in the state of Florida. It was the largest one-month increase in history. Uh, and, uh, and Florida, being an economic engine for uh, the United States, played a key role in that. But I also want to say, Governor, that, uh, that we fully support uh, your prudent steps uh, in, uh, in, in working to slow the spread and the rising cases that are impacting Florida today. Um, as, as we said in a task force meeting not long ago, it's, and I'd say to the people of Florida, it's not an either-or choice. If all of us will put into practice... You've been practice listening to the, the Vice President of the United States, uh, along with Governor Ron DeSantis, speaking from right here in Tampa, Florida, a very important visit representing, uh, well, the President of the United States. I'm Bill Bunkley, going to take a quick timeout. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Can the daily recommended servings of fruits and vegetables fit into just six capsules? Yes. We start by sourcing organically grown whole fruits and vegetables. We ensure they are picked at peak ripeness. All of our produce is third-party tested for pesticides, heavy metals, bad bacteria, and nutrients. They are then washed, cut, 
and put through an advanced vacuum cold process which removes the water using pressure. This maximizes the nutritional value while preserving the color, smell, and taste of the fruit or vegetable. The freeze-dried food is then ground into a fine powder without adding any additives, fillers, or extracts. These powdered foods are then mixed in our proprietary blends and encapsulated, locking out air and moisture. The capsules are then bottled and shipped directly to our customers. Balance of Nature is now offering 35% off on any new preferred order. Go to balanceofnature.com today and use discount code RESULTS. With 25 years experience, Puerto Rico Bakery offers the Bay Area's finest authentic Puerto Rican cakes, desserts, and more. Whether you're looking for a one-of-a-kind custom-decorated wedding cake, full catering service, or appetizers, Puerto Rico Bakery is ready to help make your special occasion an unforgettable one. Call 813-407-8038. Ask about special fundraising programs for churches. Call Puerto Rico Bakery at 813-407-8038 on Facebook as Puerto Rico Bakery, LLC. If you're like a lot of Floridians, you've not been spending a lot of time in your car. When you're called back to work or taking that nice family drive to get away from it all, take a good look at your windshield. If you notice any cracks or chips, I want you to call Auto Glass America. I use them on my windshield replacement. was so happy with the work. Remember, just because you drive an expensive import, you don't have to go to the dealer. And with Auto Glass America, you get a free windshield and cash back with comprehensive insurance that is the kind of deal we all need in this economy. Remember, 813-96-GLASS. 813-96-GLASS for Auto Glass America. Tell them Mike Gallagher sent you. As the will of the students goes, so goes the will of the nation. This is the central theme of Return to the Hiding Place, the film about Corey Ten Boom and her secret army of teenagers' heroic efforts to hide and save Jews from the Nazis during World War II. Corey's story was made famous by her book and original movie produced by the Billy Graham Association. 45 years later comes Return to the Hiding Place, the untold behind-the-scenes true story of Corey's secret army of student teenagers' efforts to rescue Jewish people. Told by Hans Poli, one of Corey's teens in the resistance, Return to the Hiding Place is an action-packed film of the Dutch underground's true breathtaking rescue of an entire orphanage of Jewish children. Return to the Hiding Place, starring John Rice Davies. Watch this captivating film tonight with your older children at SalemNow.com and save 20% with the promo code TAMPA. Return to the Hiding Place at SalemNow.com, promo code TAMPA. Due to historical content, might not be suitable for younger audiences. Hey, this is Bill Carl. We think of ministry as something that happens at the church, but what about ministry that happens in the marketplace? Tune in this Sunday morning at 8 for a brand new program called Ministry in the Marketplace with pastor, evangelist, author, and entrepreneur, Dr. Richard Hamlet. The gospel is not only for the Jews and the 12 tribes of Israel, but it is for the Gentiles, and that it is for everyone. The gospel is for every people group. It's for every ethnicity. Don't miss Ministry in the Marketplace, Sunday morning at 8 on Faith Talk and at letstalkfaith.com. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. The fighting spirit of the Marine Corps is born of battles won. Battles won within. Over enemies of fear, enemies of doubt. It's who we are. It's what we do. It's a promise made to you for more than two centuries. A promise of the Marines. Welcome back, Bill Bunkley here, and I'd like to have you be able to listen in more of the president's, uh, vice president's comments from right here in Tampa, Florida. 
along with our governor, Ron DeSantis. Uh, let's uh, go back, and this is Vice President Mike Pence. To respond to this outbreak in Florida, to slow the spread, to protect the vulnerable, to get our kids back to school, uh, and to keep opening up our economy. Um, but lastly, let me say to all of my fellow Americans all across Florida, we all need to do our part. And we once again want to specifically encourage younger Americans in Florida. It's one of the unique things. I was in uh, Arizona yesterday. I was in Texas over the weekend. And as we discussed with your governor, it's, uh, it's a truism of this moment in the pandemic that uh, some 50% of all the new cases are Americans under the age of 35. And to each and every one of you, let, let me just say from my heart, I, I know you know that without a serious underlying health condition that the threat of the coronavirus to younger Americans is very, very low. Um, but no younger American would ever want to put at risk a grandmother, a grandfather, a mom, a dad, an elderly neighbor or friend by inadvertently exposing them to the coronavirus. And that's why we encourage you to be vigilant, to heed state and local guidance, um, uh, and to uh, uh, respect those who are most vulnerable in particular. And just know that if all of us do our part, we'll get through this. Um, I can't help but feel that uh, the resilience and the strength and character of the American people shown forth today, that even in these challenging times, we're continuing to see America's economy coming back, America going back to work. Uh, and I'm just absolutely confident. If all of us do all we need to do, we'll do what we've done before in other parts of the country and, and uh, what Florida did for so many months. We will slow the spread. We will flatten the curve. Uh, we will save lives. And we will bring uh, Florida and America's economy back bigger and better than ever before. Uh, with that, I'm going to uh, invite to the podium a couple of members of our team. Dr. Uh, Deborah Burks, been the White House coordinator, uh, been our, our lead scientist on all matters, and after her, we'll hear from the Secretary of HHS briefly and the head of the FDA to share with you uh, uh, what we heard today, what we're seeing. But, Governor, once again, thank you for your leadership and to all the people of Florida. Uh, we're with you, and we're going to stay with you until that day comes that we put the coronavirus in the past here in Florida and all across America. So thank you, and God bless you. Deb. Thank you, Mr. Vice President. This it's is Dr. Up. Deborah Burks, who's with the White House Task Force, and she's in Tampa, and she was sharing from Tampa. Let's listen in. Play in the next few weeks. We were watching this area, Tampa, very closely through March, through April, through May, through your reopening. And for days after days, weeks after weeks, we saw you sitting at 4%, which everybody, including the World Health Organization, said is a safe place to be. At the, end of May, at the end of May, we began to see your numbers increase and go from a very low of 4% at the end of May to this high now of 17%. So this virus came to Tampa and spread through Tampa sometime along the end of May and then spread through the asymptomatic groups that don't, as described, get symptoms um, and constantly spread into the point where you have this number of cases today. And we all have a critical role to play over the next two to three weeks to stop that spread. To every Floridian, we know what works. In addition to the hand washing and the social distancing, wearing masks and not having large gatherings inside. 
um, not having large gathering outside. But if you've participated in a large gathering in the last four weeks, we ask all of you to come forward and be tested because of the level of asymptomatic spread. So we're asking for everyone under 40 that if you were in a gathering, please go and get tested. Please wear a mask. Stay connected to the... All right, uh, you've been listening to Dr. Burks as uh, she's been um, spending some time in Tampa talking about um, what we've been facing, and that is COVID-19. One of the big things that is important for this 4th of July weekend is to remember, number one, avoid those large gatherings. Number two, especially if those large gatherings are indoors, maybe you're thinking about having people over to your home. People in close proximity in an air-conditioned space is, is really not a good idea. Social distancing is very important. Washing your hands, washing your hands, washing your hands is very important. As you heard, Dr. Burks, the next two weeks are extremely critical, extremely important. And so as um, we look at that, we also look at the fact that wearing a mask, I believe, when you're out and about, particularly in areas where you can't social distance for uh, the full six feet, I think that's an important feature to uh, attempt to um, keep covered. And, of course, I I share this once again from someone who has uh, a compromised immune system. And we can have a very, very beautiful 4th of July weekend. We just have to stay a little safe. Well, that's going to wrap up our number one of the Bill Bunkley Show. And uh, it's always a pleasure for us to be here. We want to encourage you. We want to be here for you and to share with you the truth. And the truth is that God's got everything under control. And as long as we stay on his page, he's going to see us through. He's going to take us up, over, to the left, to the right, whatever is necessary The challenges ahead. I'm Bill Bunkley. Carl here for my friends at Moss Nissan. You know, while the factories were slowing production and many dealerships were running out of cars to sell, Moss Nissan and Moss Acura went on an inventory buying spree, so you don't have to settle. Now, with over a 1,000 new and pre-owned vehicles to choose from, Moss has a vehicle for everyone's budget. Now, before you buy that Nissan or Acura elsewhere, see Moss. They'll have the vehicle you want, the other guys might not. Their goal is to never lose your business over price. With many favorable finance programs, including 0% loans with approved credit, Moss Nissan Crystal River just received the prestigious Award of Excellence from Nissan. Great job, guys. And if you're searching for a new, improved service experience, Moss Service Departments handle all makes and models. Moss Nissan and Acura are the home of You Serve, You Save, which now applies to pastors and church workers in addition to vets, first responders, and active military. Locations in Newport Ritchie, Crystal River, and now Florida Avenue. Or go to MossAcura.com and MossNissan.com. Faith Talk 570 WTBN, Pinellas Park. Online at Let'sTalkFaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. President Trump hailing a drop in the nation's unemployment rate. Today's announcement proves that our economy is roaring back. It's coming back extremely strong. 
U.S. employers added 4.8 million jobs in June. The unemployment rate fell to 11.1 percent as the job market improved for a second straight month. On the COVID-19 issue, the president acknowledges that the U.S. is experiencing a spike in coronavirus cases. We have some areas where we're putting out the flames or the fires, and that's working out well. We're working very closely with governors, and I think it's working out very well. I think you'll see that shortly. Many states, especially in the South and West, are experiencing spikes in cases, lending some governors to slow the pace of reopening their economies. Los Angeles leaders have voted to slash the police department budget by $150 million. The city council approved the change Wednesday that will reduce the number of LAPD officers to a level not seen in more than a decade. Two pro-life cases involving abortion clinic buffer zones will not be heard by the Supreme Court. Over the years, the Supreme Court has heard several cases involving clinic buffer zones, but this time the justices say they will not hear the cases. Also at SRNews.com, the Supreme Court denying Congress access to secret grand jury testimony from Special Counsel Robert Mueller's Russia investigation. Justices agreed to hear the Trump administration's appeal of a lower court order for the material to be turned over to Democrats in the House. The high court's action will keep the documents out of congressional hands at least until the case is resolved, which is not likely to happen before 2021. The delay is a victory for the president, who is also mounting a court fight against congressional efforts to obtain his banking and other financial records. Greg Clugston. Washington. This is SRN News. Thinking about life insurance? What if you could make one free phone call and learn your best price from nearly a dozen highly rated price competitive companies? Well, that's exactly what happens when you call SelectQuote Life. For example, George is 40. He was getting sky high quotes from other companies because he takes meds to control his blood pressure. But when I shopped around, I found him a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $25 a month. I'm SelectQuote agent Dan Savino. And believe me, if SelectQuote isn't shopping for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For a free quote, call 800-523-3771. That's 800-523-3771. 800-523-3771. Or go to SelectQuote.com. Since 1985... We shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health issuing company and other factors. Not available. Will you be going back to church? Coronavirus restrictions are being lifted in many states, but a lot of religious people aren't sure they're ready to return given the continued risk posed by the disease. A new poll from the American Enterprise Institute finds more than one-third of white evangelicals will probably not be going to worship services just yet, even if restrictions are lifted. Over half of white mainline Protestants and white Catholics will probably also stay away, too, at least for now. Michael Harrington, SRN News. The Missouri Supreme Court has ruled that lawmakers violated the state constitution when they tried to end all government funding of Planned Parenthood. The 6-to-1 ruling scraps a provision to a state budget law forbidding Medicaid reimbursements to any Planned Parenthood clinic. For years, pro-life advocates in Missouri have sought to stop any taxpayer money from going to Planned Parenthood, the nation's largest abortion business. This is SRN News. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns. And that someone is us. We are Free Radio. 
We Are Broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. Now streaming on SalemNow.com is the brand new film, Selfie Dad. Selfie Dad, a funny, a powerful movie about a Christian dad in a midlife crisis. When confronted with the life-changing truths of the Bible, he learns the only way to have true happiness. God can do incredible things. Selfie Dad stars Christian comedians Michael Jr. and Shonda Pierce. Watch Selfie Dad at SalemNow.com and use promo code TAMPA to save 20%. That's SalemNow.com, promo code TAMPA. Faith Talk 570, WTBN. Online at Let'sTalkFaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. Bill Bunkley here, glad to have you back for hour number two of the Bill Bunkley Show. And we, of course, uh, part of the Salem Media Group. We have been uh, listening uh, to a uh, live feed with the governor of the state of Florida, the vice president of the United States. And uh, now we're going to be going back to that feed, I think. uh, I just lost it here. But Stephen Hahn, who is the Commissioner of Food and Drugs, is actually at the podium at the University of South Florida. Uh, Let's listen in as they're talking about COVID-19, not only in Florida, but here in the Bay Area with some updates. Let's listen in. And we'll get some uh, relatively, uh, we'll get some news relatively soon on the data on the effectiveness of this. But one thing I want to tell Americans, if you've recovered from COVID-19, you should contact your local blood bank, the American Red Cross, because this could be life-saving for someone with COVID-19, and it would be great for you to go and to donate and, and provide that opportunity to someone who's afflicted with the disease. Just a moment to, to tell you about other things. There are 141 clinical trials that are on, currently ongoing and overseen by the FDA. There are more than 300 applications for therapeutics at the FDA right now. So, again, this great American biomedical research engine continues. The pipeline is robust. A little bit about vaccines. I want to uh, congratulate Secretary Azar and his incredible leadership of the Operation Warp Speed. In addition to Operation Warp Speed, there are a number of other vaccine manufacturers around the world that have vaccines that are in development. We've authorized to proceed in clinical trial four vaccines. Another six manufacturers are with us with applications, and another dozen or more are actually talking to us about vaccines. So in record time from identification of this virus, which we have to remember occurred in January, we have a vaccine that now is in uh, the the middle of stages of clinical trials, and we expect two of them to be in the later stages of trials, phase three trials, uh, in July. As was mentioned, we did issue guidance with respect to vaccine development. And one thing I want to assure the American people is that your FDA is on the job. We will not cut corners in our assessment of the vaccine. Our solemn promise to the American people is that we will look at the data associated with the vaccine, and we will make a decision about the safety and effectiveness of that vaccine using our typical high standards. And so... We all want an urgently a vaccine. I think we're making really good progress. I am cautiously optimistic, but FDA will be on the job with respect to assessing its safety and efficacy. Thank you very much. Well, John. Uh, question for uh, me. Right here in the press conference, Tampa, Florida. Got a little bit of time. Anyone? Governor. Go right ahead. Governor. Um, no session. Do you at all? 
feel any kind of personal responsibility for the number of people who are getting sick from this virus, who are dying from it, in Florida and in, across the country when other states are seeing their cases go down, other countries are seeing their cases go down? Well, let me say, from the time the President had me to lead the White House Coronavirus Task Force, uh, I and this whole team have been focused on one mission, and that was to save lives. Uh, from the time the President suspended all travel from China, it gave our, our nation the opportunity to be able to stand up uh, an extraordinary response, a response that uh, took testing from roughly 8,000 coronavirus tests at the end of February to 35 million tests being done uh, today uh, all across the country. Um, PPE being uh, created and distributed literally by the billions, tens of thousands of ventilators being uh, created. Um, and while we've seen uh, uh, cases uh, uh, rising across the Sun Belt, we've seen extraordinary progress uh, in uh, in areas like the greater New York City area, New Jersey, Connecticut, Michigan, New Orleans. And uh, that's a real tribute to the American people, to the mitigation efforts uh, that we were able to advance. Um, but let me also say, I, I really do believe that, um, uh, that the people of Florida should be very proud of the work that they, you all did over the course of the, the first four months uh, of this pandemic. And now as we see cases rising, uh, uh, we're just very confident uh, that with the governor's leadership, with this partnership, with cooperation of the people of Florida, that, that we're gonna be able to do what we've done in other parts of the country. Uh, we're gonna be able to flatten the curve. We're gonna be able to save lives. Uh, we're gonna be able with, uh, with all the extraordinary medical equipment, supplies, testing, and those therapeutics you just heard about, uh, we're, gonna, we're gonna be able to, um, to bring Florida all the way through this time and, and put it in the past. But um, um, I just think, uh, I think when you look at uh, this pandemic, the way that it first hit in the Northwest, hit in the Northeast, uh, and now has uh, come to the South just over the last uh, several weeks, um, it, uh, it's, it's not one large pandemic, but rather pandemics that emerge individually. Uh, the experts tell us it emerges individually in different regions, and we've made sure all those regions of the country had what they needed when they needed it, uh, and we're going to make sure that happens in Florida and in all the states that are being impacted by this outbreak. Governor, do you, have, do you, Governor, do you take any personal responsibility for, for the way that Florida has seen a steady increase over the last few months? Well, do you give credit for Florida for having a much lower fatalities per 100,000 than all the than all the states you just praised? I mean, we have fewer fatalities than some of these states have just in nursing homes, and we're more populated than all those. So we've worked very hard to protect the most vulnerable. We've done more uh, to protect nursing homes and senior citizens in any state in the country. And, um, and, and I think that the, the numbers bear that out. Now, obviously, we built this apparatus of testing, of PPE, working with HHS to have the treatments for the, for the hospitals, doing COVID-only nursing facilities. We put those online starting in April, you know, after the initial first peak, because we knew 
It's an unpredictable virus. We weren't sure what was going to happen. Some people said it was going to come back in the fall. I don't think anyone predicted a sunbelt resurgence in mid-June, but we had the infrastructure in place, um, and we're a much better place to be able to, uh, to deal with this as a result of it. And I would say, uh, in dealing with some of the, uh, the, the roundtable that we had earlier, um, you know, what the hospitals are seeing is a different class of patient than what they saw in uh, March and April. You're seeing people that are skewing a little younger, um, and I think the clinical outcomes um, are going to be better. Uh, but we're going to continue to work with the administration. We are going to provide even more support uh, for our health care system. Uh, but I think that, um, you know, they're in good shape. Um, they've done a really good job, and we're going to continue to be here to support it. Mr. Vice President, President Governor, uh, in Arizona, they have seen an increase of the cases, and they are taking a step to close the economy. Here, we're seeing an increase of the cases, too. There's any plan to close the economy here in Florida? I didn't catch the last part of the question. I'm sorry. There's any plan in the future, if we continue to see increase of the cases, to close again the economy here in Florida? Well, first, let me say that I, I do think what's happening in the Sun Belt, I was in Texas on, on Sunday, I was in Arizona yesterday, is very different than what happened two and three months ago. Um, and, and we have a great deal more visibility on it. Remember, at the outset of this pandemic... Um, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to the voice the of Vice President Mike Pence. Uh, this is coming from a live uh, press conference right here in Tampa, Florida, along with uh, Governor DeSantis and members of the Coronavirus White House Task Force We'll continue to listen in. Uh, with the ability to test five to 600,000 Americans a day, uh, we're testing a, a large number of people here in Florida and, and around the country that are asymptomatic. I mean, literally people that, uh, as the governor and I were discussing earlier, that many people that are, are presenting uh, to be tested here in Florida don't have symptoms at all, that they just believe they may have been exposed. And then there's maybe 25% in certain jurisdictions or people that their employers, as Florida's going back to work, have told them to go and get a test. All of that um, represents good news in, in, in the sense of, A, we know who has the coronavirus and we can take measures to protect the most vulnerable and to render health care to them uh, if they need it. But the second is that um, that because younger Americans don't face the threat of serious illness from the coronavirus, we, we do believe that, um, uh, that we'll, we'll continue to see many people recover. And, uh, and we hope with the dedication of our health care workers and the distribution of, uh, of medicines that, that uh, we'll continue to see uh, fatalities uh, either decline or remain low nationally, and, and we trust across the Sun Belt. So uh, it's, it's a different time, and I think it calls for different measures. Um, and I said earlier that when the president tapped me to do this, we had one mission, and that was to save lives. Uh, but when we came to the end of the 45 days to slow the spread, we had two missions, uh, uh, save lives and open up America again. Uh, and it's the reason, one of the reasons we wanted to come today is because uh, we wanted to express strong support uh, for the prudent measures, uh, the, uh, the, the changes that the governor has put in effect, focusing particularly on where we think 
Much of the spread is occurring among young people who may be gathering at, at particular uh, facilities at certain times. Um, and, uh, but our objective is the health of the people of Florida and America, and secondly, is to, is to uh, keep, keep this economy moving forward so we can see more days like we saw today with nearly 5 million jobs created and getting our country back to work and back to school in the near future. Mr. Vice President, this is the holiday weekend is approaching, and obviously it's a time when Floridians go to the beach and have backyard cookouts and parties. Do you have concerns about that? And if we show a continued spread of this virus as the result of those congregations, would you then consider that we should perhaps back off on having the economy as open as it currently is? Well, the first principle I would respond with is that um, I think the reason why we've had the success uh, slowing the spread in different places around the country, I mean, the remarkable progress we've made in the Northeast, in New Orleans, in Michigan. And at this point, there are 12 states where we see rising cases and rising positivity numbers. Uh, but much of the country continues to do very well, and those economic numbers uh, give evidence of that. But one of the guiding principles from early on, as, uh, as the president organized this coronavirus task force, is uh, uh, that uh, we trust our governors and we trust our states uh, to make the decisions that are appropriate for their own circumstances. Um, when we stood up FEMA as the lead agency um, to uh, operate in the midst of this pandemic, we, we adopted their mission, which is to, that our response would be federally supported, state managed, and locally executed. We want to make sure healthcare workers have what they need, that we're supporting the states. Um, but I think the success we've had is because uh, governors like Governor DeSantis have been following the science, following the data. We've been focusing resources to support their efforts and to support mitigation. Uh, at the point of the need. but um, So we'd leave it uh, to the governor for any decisions he had. But I, I really do believe that, um, that if all of us will do all that we should do, if over this uh, coming holiday weekend we practice social distancing, we wash our hands, uh, good hygiene, we continue to be mindful of those most vulnerable around us, that we'll, uh, we'll make steady progress here in Florida and all across the Sun Belt. Governor, did you want to respond to that? All right, going to bring it back in for just a moment. We have to take a commercial break. You have been listening to the voice uh, of Vice President Mike Pence. He has traveled to Tampa. He and Governor Ron DeSantis, as well as members of the White House Coronavirus Task Force, be meeting with local officials, including um, hospital officials. We'll bring you more of this live press conference next in the Bill Bunkley Show. Don't go away. We'll be right back. This message is for anyone looking for $500,000 to $1 million or more of affordable term life insurance, even if you have diabetes, high blood pressure, or taking anxiety meds. Here's an example. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe overweight with type 2 diabetes, $1 million of term life insurance may only cost about $200 a month. We're Term Provider, experts in finding affordable term life insurance for those that may not be in perfect health. If you've had prostate cancer, heart conditions, high cholesterol, or on prescription medications, you may still qualify for half a million to a million dollars or more of affordable term life insurance. Get a quick quote by calling Term Provider at 800-555-2085. 800-555-2085. If you're looking for term life insurance but have type 2 diabetes, high blood pressure, or 
or have other health issues, call Term Provider at 800-555-2085 or visit termprovider.com, termprovider.com. This is Owen Strand for townhall.com. Irving Crystal famously defined a neoconservative as a liberal who has been mugged by reality. Philosophical commitments crumble when the hardness of everyday life in a fallen world intrudes. Recently, a couple in St. Louis made headlines when they brandished guns against a mob that broke the gate to their private community. Such instances reveal an ironic cultural moment in which talking heads and moralizing activists tell us it is bad for the police to defend us even as they menace public property, cops, and even peaceful citizens. Law enforcement is not perfect, and every institution must be accountable to the people. Yet we cannot miss today that too often the same people who are telling us the cops are bad are the people who want to do bad things. Here's expecting many around us today to be mugged by reality, to watch their ideas give way before hard truths and human depravity. I'm Owen Strand. ADF, fighting for those whose religious freedom is being violated. Click on the banner at townhallreview.com. Back, Bill Bunkley here with the Bill Bunkley Show. Proud members of Salem Media Group. We are covering right now a live press conference on the campus of the University of South Florida. Vice President Mike Pence, as well as members of the Coronavirus Task Force, have been meeting with Governor Ron DeSantis, as well as uh, members of Tampa General Hospital, USF Medicine talking about an update not only about Florida, but right here in the uh, central Florida, Tampa Bay area. Let's go back and listen in live. Talk to researchers that think um, would, would some, of the, some of the northeast spill over into the, into the south maybe. And the air conditioning. Yeah. And then the air conditioning. You know, that's why I've said um, when you're doing things like, you know, 4th of July, obviously be prudent. But you're much better off, quite frankly, at a beach than you are packing into someone's home in the air conditioning with this virus. This virus does not like sunlight, heat, and humidity. And I think you guys have shown that with research. And then I think just di- seeing how different things react, um, you know, there'll be different things where you'll have a group of friends. They'll get together, 10 people, someone will test positive, 20-something asymptomatic, calls the friends. They all, they all test positive. None of them have symptoms. None of them are actually sick, but just being in a closed environment together for for an hour, you know, is enough for it to spread. Whereas you'll have other examples. I mean, we've had people, you know, fishing, boating, golf, beach, the whole time, really. And we've not had outbreaks tied uh, to those things. And so there are things, I think, that that you can do that that are going to be much less risky. And that's why, you know, when we've tried to, you know, talk about, obviously, People aren't going to just sit in their closet the whole time. So they're going to do things. Um, But you can make choices that really do make a difference. And so we're really trying to talk about that again now. And then obviously for the folks who are vulnerable in those older age groups or who are medically vulnerable, um, this is the time to continue. And our phases have always said you need to be avoiding crowds and, and, and staying home as much as you can, minimize contact. And I'm not going to arrest a senior if they leave their home, but that's the guidance because I think that that's the smart thing to do. And by and large, they've done it as the positivity has gone, you know, much higher for the younger people. You know, seniors have been pretty, pretty steady. I think it may have gone up a little lately with the testing, but I mean, by and large. So we want to continue to just stress that. Um, and if you look at the data in Florida, 
I think we have more corona-related fatalities age 90 and above than we've seen 65 and below. So you see the risk in the long-term care facilities, other folks who are in that age group, and then I would say probably below 50, um, almost all of them have either been significant underlying condition. You do have some who um, clearly died for other causes, but they're, they're swabbing people now, so sometimes you'll be asymptomatic with that. So, so just understanding the risk, uh, understanding who needs protection, you know, I think is very, very important. But there's a lot of factors. The good news, if, if you could say, with this being in the news more now, is I do think people are going to be more conscious of it uh, when they're going out um, and, and interacting uh, during Fourth of July in the way they may not have been for most Memorial Day. Um, and so if everyone is, um, you know, enjoying life but doing it responsibly, you know, we're going to be fine. We'll get that positivity rate down. Remember, when I when we um, went to phase one, we increased the testing capacity in this state uh, way beyond what we had in March and April. And the reason is, is we wanted to continue to test. We wanted to see if there, if there are outbreaks. I said you're going to have more cases just because it's an asymptomatic illness for a lot of younger people. Um, but we'd rather be back at that 4, 3, 4 percent uh, where we were for really months and months uh, and, and not be in the 15 percent. And so that's really what we're looking at. And it's been pretty consistently uh, 10 to 15 percent for probably the last 10 days now. Uh, so the number of cases, you know, is less important to me than whether we're having a lower percentage, because I think that's an indication that if it's lower, it's not circulating through the community, you know, as rapidly as it is when you get it at 10 and 15. Now, put that in perspective, and I think Dr. Burks could underscore, I mean, there were some parts of the country that were testing probably at 50 or 60 percent, you know, when, when it was really at the high point in some of those communities. And so, you know, this is something that we're obviously concerned about. You know, we want to be able to get it back down. Um, but, you know, we're in a much better position to be able to deal with that than some of the other states who had the real serious spikes and, quite frankly, just didn't have all the great uh, resources, you know, that we've now been able to build up uh, over these many months. So. How about one more? The convention, is it coming to Jacksonville still? What are your thoughts at this point? Let me, uh, let me go over here to this, for this question. Thank you. My question was actually about the RNC. Because sure. we've been seeing this uptick in cases over mm -hmm. the last couple of weeks, you know, it started at 4,000, now it's about 5,000 a day. Overnight it was 10,000. Would you recommend that anyone who is older or maybe has a pre-existing underlying condition that they not attend the Republican National Convention? Would you yourself feel comfortable if the numbers right now are like that in a month and a half? Well, let me say the, uh, we're excited about coming to Jacksonville. Uh, and uh, uh, I was in a meeting not long ago when I heard about some very sophisticated plans uh, to uh, make sure it's a safe and healthy environment. Um, but uh, our job right now is to, uh, is to do everything in our power. Uh, to support uh, the efforts of your governor and the people of Florida to bring these numbers down. And we believe we can. And it is uh, July the 2nd, a few days before the 4th of July. Uh, and uh, we, we have, we believe, an opportunity in front of us now, beginning uh, uh, right now, for every one of us to take personal responsibility for the role that we're playing here. Um, you know, no one wants to... Uh, no one wants to see these numbers where they are, or no one wants to see them go up. Um, and uh, we really do believe that, that uh, because we are in such a better place today with regard to massive amounts of testing 
We're going to be working with your governor to use that pooling methodology that you just heard described at this podium to work with your health care system here to even expand testing beyond that. We're going, to, we're going to make sure while PPE is strong right now and your ventilator supply is strong, we're going to make sure that the people of Florida can rest easy, health care workers can rest easy, they know they can have it. We're going to continue to distribute uh, therapeutics um, uh, and, and do our part. But... Uh, for for each and every one of us, it's important we remember we're we're all in this together, and the way that we slowed the spread and flattened the curve in other parts of the country was by by people taking ownership of their own behavior, by protecting the most vulnerable among them, and by practicing those common sense, personal hygiene, social distancing methods that we first outlined in 45 days to slow the spread. Uh, as I said, we we really believe. And I know your governor does, too, and I can assure you your president does. We, we don't have to choose between good health and a strong economy. I mean, the American people know America works when America is working. Uh, and the numbers today suggest that America is going back to work. Uh, and we're very confident that if people will heed the guidance of state and local officials, if we'll take personal responsibility to, to see to our own uh, social distancing and protect the vulnerable among us that uh, uh, we'll do what other parts of the country have done. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll flatten the curve. We'll slow the spread. We'll save lives along the way, and uh, we'll make it possible for great events to happen uh, here in Florida, not just the RNC, but make it possible for, uh, RNC, for uh, Florida to once again be that great destination uh, for so many Americans who love to come and enjoy the Sunshine State and all the great attractions and all the great beaches here. Uh, but our job right now uh, is to make sure uh, your governor and the people of Florida know uh, that at President Trump's direction, we're going to make sure you have what you need, when you need it. All right, going to take a quick time out uh, as Vice President Pence is wrapping up his comments from the University of South Florida. More of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up in a moment. Don't go away. Be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. The number of confirmed coronavirus cases in the U.S. climbed to a new high of more than 50,000 per day on Thursday. The U.S. recorded 50,700 new cases. That's according to a tally kept by Johns Hopkins University. All but 10 U.S. states are showing an increase of confirmed cases over the last 14 days. That's according to the data compiled by the COVID tracking project. The Supreme Court has turned away pleas and will not hear cases from pro-life activists to make it easier for them to protest outside abortion clinics. This comes just days after justices struck down a Louisiana law re- regulating the abortion clinics. Stocks closing higher today. The Dow gained 92 points. The Nasdaq was uh, 53 points higher. The S&P picked up 14. This is SRN News. Balance of Nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. I've always been a health nut, and I've been taking the Balance of Nature, and I do feel better. I feel a lot stronger now, and in fact, I'm starting to do a little bit of exercises. I find that I have more energy, and I just have a feeling of well-being. I tell everyone about this. Some people feel it right away. Some people don't. But don't give up. Keep at it, and you Mm -hmm. will feel better. 
Don't wait to see what getting over 10 servings of whole fruits and vegetables every day can do for you. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 800-246-8751. That's 800-246-8751. Or by going to balanceofnature.com and make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code RESULTS. As the will of the students goes, so goes the will of the nation. This is the central theme of Return to the Hiding Place, the film about Corey Ten Boom and her secret army of teenagers' heroic efforts to hide and save Jews from the Nazis during World War II. Corey's story was made famous by her book and original movie produced by the Billy Graham Association. 45 years later comes Return to the Hiding Place, the untold behind-the-scenes true story of Corey's secret army of student teenagers' efforts to rescue Jewish people. Told by Hans Poli, one of Corey's teens in the resistance, Return to the Hiding Place is an action-packed film of the Dutch underground's true breathtaking rescue of an entire orphanage of Jewish children. Return to the Hiding Place, starring John Rice Davies. Watch this captivating film tonight with your older children at SalemNow.com and save 20% with the promo code TAMPA. Return to the Hiding Place at SalemNow.com, promo code TAMPA. Due to historical content, might not be suitable for younger audiences. Bible Line with Pastor Ralph Yankee Arnold. They don't know the Son. They don't know the truth of the gospel, how to be saved. They don't know God loves them. So God manifested it to us. But where does it say in the Bible that God hath commanded the light to shine out of darkness? Bible Line, weekday mornings at 10 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, tune in, iHeart, and at radio.com. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk, AM 570 and AM 910. But if you live in the Lakeland, Winter Haven, Auburndale area, check us out on FM 102.1, streaming at letstalkfaith.com. And we're back, Bill Bunkley. This is the Bill Bunkley Show. We're part of the Salem Media Group. We've just had an opportunity to uh, hear from uh, the leader of the state of Florida, Governor DeSantis, and the, and the number two leader of the United States of America, Vice President Mike Pence, uh, here in the Bay Area. And I think it is a timely visit uh, as um, we are looking at uh, all sorts of possible gatherings because it is Independence Day weekend here in America. And uh, all I can say is, is to reiterate that it's time to go out, it's time to be careful, it's time to social distance, it's time to wash your hands, 
And yes, I believe it's time to voluntarily um, put a mask on and wear a mask because in that, uh, we certainly hear a lot of data back and forth. It does, it doesn't, it doesn't, doesn't help. But what if it does help even a little bit? I believe that you should have a mask on. And I think it's very important to, for us to do so. Well, I don't know if you were paying attention earlier this morning, but we had an absolute blowout, and I mean a blowout unemployment report. And as we have uh, waited um, for this report for uh, several days, they give major unemployment reports each month right after the close of the previous month. And then there are other private concerns, uh, especially some of those uh, payroll companies, and they will give some of their data out as well to give an idea of whether jobs are being added, jobs are being subtracted, what jobs and what sectors, or what all does the, the jobs report uh, mean in and around um, what we get each month. Well, I want to tell you, we got a strong, 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 strong June jobs report. It was uh, quite remarkable, and uh, it absolutely just beat all expectations. Wall Street uh, was a lot more conservative in what they thought they were going to be seeing in today's jobs report, and uh, we've got a long way to go. Don't get me wrong, but... Um, especially with what we're dealing with uh, these days, it was a, a very, very good report. Now, um, the June jobs report, uh, the expectations of economists, and most of them uh, in large projected a gain of 1 million to 3 million jobs in the month of uh, June. 1 million to 3 million jobs in the month of June. Well, uh, the unemployment rate um, dropped to 11.1% um, after peaking in uh, June at 14.7% and uh, down. Today's job uh, gains in June marked the largest one-month rise in employment in modern history. And uh, President Trump was talking about that. We'll hear from him in just a moment. Um, right now... Uh, Two months uh, of steady job gains. There are still about 17.8 million Americans unemployed, and uh, we're going to not uh, cease by doing this until those are uh, back to work. Now, the number of U.S. workers who permanently lost their jobs also climbed in June by 558,000 to 2.8 million, and um, we definitely are taking some major steps forward. Well, obviously, there was an impromptu press conference. The numbers come out uh, uh, 8.30 uh, in the morning. Uh, that was when this jobs release uh, was uh, made available to the public. Uh, moments after that, um, the president uh, came uh, about 9.30 this morning and had a press conference. Uh, and let's listen in. The stock market is soaring with the best gains in over 20 years. In the second quarter, the Dow Jones increased 18%. This is in a quarter, 18 These are not numbers that people have heard about. It's the best in 33 years. The S&P 500 increased by almost 20%, the best since 1998, the quarter. And NASDAQ increased over 30%, the best 
since 1999, and we had a 50-month uh, if you look over a long period of time, uh, a phenomenal number. But if you look since the election, we've gone up. The Dow went up close to 45 percent. The S&P 500 went up uh, 47 percent. And NASDAQ Composite went up getting close to 100 percent. So these are numbers that are not numbers that other presidents would have, and they won't have it. The only thing they can kill is a bad president or a president that wants to raise taxes. You want to raise taxes? This whole thing, your 401ks will drop down to nothing, and your stock market will drop down to nothing. This is not just luck, what's happening. This is a lot of talent. And a lot of talent indeed, and, of course, those are very, very strong numbers going into the 4th of July weekend. Now, another aspect of this uh, employment report uh, talked about uh, what we have seen uh, in a job increase uh, in the African-American workforce. Uh, The president also commented about that. Let's go ahead and listen in from this morning's press conference at the White House. African-American workers really happily for me made historic gains with 404,000 jobs added last month alone, and that's a record. And the second largest jump uh, will be uh, last month. And what we have, if you add the two months together, it's 700,000 jobs for African-American workers added in the last two months, and that's a record by a lot. And uh, so with that, the uh, markets took off big time. I mean, they were sailing and sailing and sailing. And, in fact, let me uh, come over here and take a look at uh, the close, uh, give you an idea. They were up very strong throughout the day. And, of course, as uh, traders, as well as those that have uh, uh, at least have some profits on the ticker, uh, two reasons why um, it ends up a little bit lower at the end of the day is that, uh, obviously, people are taking their profits out of the market. And the other is, uh, you know, these these been some uncertain times, and some folks uh, wanted to take those positions off before we get into the the three day weekend with the markets not opening up until um, um, next week. Uh, the Dow Jones Industrial Average at the close uh, ended up about um, uh, twenty uh, five thousand eight hundred twenty seven point thirty six. That constituted a gain of uh, 92.39 points. That represented an increase of about 36. Uh, The S&P 500 was up about 14.15 points. Uh, That was up about 4 or 5%, um, 0.45%, I should say, uh, to close at 31.30.01. And the NASDAQ was up 53 points, been a strong performer the last few days, up 0.52 to close at 10,207.63. And uh, so um, as we're going to go in, going to go into the uh, month of July, uh, oftentimes as far as the markets are concerned, um, those are periods of time where we have a little bit more volatility in the market, and uh, we'll have to see how this plays out. Uh, there are some indications that uh, the NASDAQ is going to be uh, going forward uh, strong, 
uh, over the next uh, few weeks uh, per the charts. Uh, some of the charts indicate some weakness in the S&P 500. And, uh, of course, the, the stocks that you're investing in, you're, you're either investing in the stocks that uh, absolutely um, coincide if you're going to be staying home, working from home. And, uh, of course, those stocks then tend to end, end up getting a little more support uh, when we hear about the, the COVID cases uh, that are uh, multiplying. And, of course, when you get the news that the COVID cases are, are, are scaling back again, uh, folks will rotate out of those stocks uh, into more of what we call the cyclicals. Uh, in the meantime, tech uh, has uh, tech will be one of those throughout the uh, probably throughout the uh, the summer that uh, will tend to perform fairly well, um, regardless of whether uh, we're in anticipation uh, of uh, more shutdowns or at least uh, voluntary uh, efforts to to slow the spread as opposed to opening it up. And the other thing is, let me just tell you that when there is an announcement, a solid, rock-solid announcement, not going to happen anytime soon, not in the next few weeks, in the fall, um, maybe even the, the first of next year. But when there is rock-solid breaking news that X um, pharmacy company, I know that uh, Pfizer, um, a lot of people are looking at Pfizer right now with the progress that they have made. But when there is a solid announcement, and, and I don't know what that percentage is, can they get to 100% effective uh, in form, in, in, in a way of, um, of uh, protecting you from the COVID-19? Will it be 90 95%? Um, and I'm talking about a vaccine. Whenever... That race, and there's several pharmaceutical companies working to get in right now. But whenever that's announced, I'm going to tell you what, Katie barred the door. Because the stock market's going to take off, as well as the fact that people know that they, as soon as those vaccines are available and people can go and get vaccinated, and it's going to take millions and millions of doses, uh, when that happens, then there's going to be a freeing up of uh, our thought process, freeing up of the economy, all talking about, um, hey, it's safe to go back to work, safe to go back to play. I can go to the ballpark. I can go whatever. There is no doubt that when we get to that point, there's a lot of pent-up demand all over uh, the neighborhood. And I um, want to just take a moment to um, give you um, – a little bit of a of, of a program note. I'm going to be uh, hearing next next hour from uh, Ben Carson. Uh, ben Carson was speaking about uh, the Black Lives Matter. He was speaking about uh, instead of tearing down our history, let's add to it. Uh, that's a cut I'm going to be bringing you during the third hour of the Bill Bunkley Show, and you'll want to tune in for that. We're also going to be spending some time next hour plugging in with the Founding Fathers. Some of the quotes that they said about the connection with Christianity, the, the connection with Jesus Christ, and the connection with their work and their worldview as they put together the Declaration of Independence. So that's coming up uh, in the next hour, and we'd like uh, for you to be a part of that as well. As far as the next segment coming up, 
could it be that Space Force, the U.S. Space Force headquarters, could it be based right here in Tampa, Florida? I've got that story next in the Bill Bunkley Show. Don't go away. I'll be right back. Did you know the human body does not make its own vitamin C? Taking vitamin C is one of the best things you can do for your health, and aqua powders is the best way to get vitamin C. Aqua powders vitamin C is delicious when added to water and provides you with 2,000 milligrams of vitamin C to boost your immune system and increase your energy. Transform your water into wellness with aqua powders vitamin C, available at Amazon. That's aqua powders with a Z, available at Amazon. In the 2016 race for president, Donald Trump was not the first choice for many Christian voters. His personal history made it unimaginable that he would defend Christian values as president, or so we thought. In his new book, For God and Country, The Christian Case for Trump, Dr. Ralph Reed shows that President Trump has kept his promises and been the most effective presidential defender of religious liberty and the pro-life cause since Reagan. It's required reading in 2020. For God and Country, the new book by Ralph Reed, available wherever books are sold. Hi, my name is Ryan Bourne. And I'm Danica Bourne. And we're the owners of South Coast Tax. We would like to thank our Lord for protecting us from evil. Psalm 91 states, He is my refuge and my fortress, for He will rescue us from every trap and protect us from deadly disease. South Coast Tax are Christian-based tax accountants and attorneys who specialize in releasing bank levies, wage garnishments, and filing complex tax returns. We are the leaders in acceptance of offers and compromise with awesome results. We are also a small firm who will treat you like family and not just a number. Call us today at 1-800-TAX-1176 for a free consultation, and we'll take the time to explain all of the programs that you qualify for in order to allow you a fresh start. In John 8:36, so if the Son sets you free, you will be free indeed, and one way we can achieve that is by being debt-free. So let us help you today. Call us at 1-800-TAX-1176, and together we can help achieve this goal by putting the IRS tax debt behind you for good. Again, that number is 1-800-TAX-1176. Listen to Faith Talk, weekday mornings at 8, for Alan Jackson, Senior Pastor of World Outreach Church in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Do not fret because of him who prospers in his way, because of the man who carries out wicked schemes. Trust in the Lord. The best way I know to defeat fear in your life is to use fear as an indicator of a place where you have a lack of trust and begin to find ways to trust the Lord in that place. Alan Jackson Ministries, weekday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk AM 570 and 910. Now streaming on SalemNow.com is the brand new film, Selfie Dad. Selfie Dad is a very funny yet powerful movie about a Christian dad in a midlife crisis who becomes an overnight social media phenomenon only to turn away from God and his family. But when he's confronted with a newfound friendship and the life-changing truths of the Bible, he learns the only way to have true happiness. Some of these things I just can't fix without some sort of direction. And I'm finding it right here in the Bible. God can do incredible things. Selfie Dad stars Christian comedians Michael Jr. and Shonda Pierce, as well as Grammy singer, YouTube star Jamie Grace, and War Room's Karen Abercrombie. It will inspire you to find the life-changing value of the Bible. Watch Selfie Dad at SalemNow.com and use promo code TAMPA to save 20%. That's SalemNow.com, promo code TAMPA. 
Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, Let's Talk Faith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at Radio.com. To battle is to fight, to struggle, to overcome, and ultimately for the Marine Corps, it means to win. There is no alternative. It's not just a statement of intent. It's a promise to our nation, a promise kept for more than two centuries, a promise of the Marines. And uh, what an appropriate uh, tune to come back to. What a classic. And we're talking about Space Command right now on the Bill Bunkley Show. Could it be that in addition to U.S. Special Operations Command, as well as U.S. Central Command, could United States Space, Space Command be anchored right here on the campus of MacDill Air Force Base? Well, it's in the proposal. It's in the list, and that is a proposal in a list that Governor Ron DeSantis has endorsed. Six Florida counties, as well as three cities, all have made a pitch to land the command headquarters of the U.S. Space Force. Uh, the governor has written this letter uh, to um, uh, Air Force Assistant Secretary John Henderson, and we're looking at proposals by Jacksonville, Pensacola, Brevard County, Miami-Dade, Orange County, Pinellas County, Seminole County, and guess what? A joint proposal from the city of Tampa and the county of Hillsborough. And obviously, we have the Kennedy Space Center, as well as the 45th Space Wing over at Patrick Air Force Base, as well as Cape Canaveral Air Station, all of those over on the East Coast, almost uh, well, not quite, but almost due east of Tampa here on the Atlantic coast. And uh, Florida is all about space. Space in Florida, as far as I'm concerned, well, we're uh, in the same in the same zip code, in the same definition in the um, uh, in in the annals of space history. And now, uh, let me just share that um, the proposal uh, from um, here in uh, Tampa. Um, includes the um, there's about 100,000 veterans that live here, as well as those serving members who will soon transition out of the military service, and uh, they will move into the defense industry jobs. They're all living right here. Tampa boasts a large concentration of defense and security industry businesses that are prepared to support the efforts of the United States Space Command. And uh, we have uh, also a proposal that's gone in for uh, Pinellas County. But the main thing to just consider is uh, just what would happen. And there's a lot of competition. There's a lot of dollars involved. But what would happen if Space Force would come right here, right here to Tampa Bay? Exciting times for sure. 
Well, coming up in a moment, uh, Jay Stekelow Live will be on board for those of you who have joined us this afternoon from uh, our um, uh, answer stations, AM 860 as well as AM 930. Uh, you'll be having a chance to get that update. Now, as usual, in the 5 o'clock hour, I will be exclusively on our Salem Media Faith Talk station, uh, and, and that is um, AM 570 and 910. And if you'd like to listen and be a part of my show for the next hour, I'm going to be showcasing um, a um, uh, soundbite from uh, Ben Carson, who is talking about instead of tearing down our history, uh, we ought to be adding to it. And I'll also have some quotes in support of a Christian worldview uh, that were made and are directly relevant to the founding fathers of the United States of America as well as their work on the um, uh, Declaration of Independence and Constitution. And you can listen uh, live during the 5 o'clock hour at letstalkfaith.com. We're streaming there. Or go to the App Store, Faith Talk 570 and 910. Make sure you download the Faith Talk app that is 570 and 910 uh, because uh, that's the app for right here in this area. And then that way, you can take our Faith Talk station anywhere with you and listen 24-7. But more important to me, between the hours of, of 3 to 6 each weekday afternoon, you'll have an opportunity uh, to listen to the Bill Bunkley Show without interruption. Always reminding you how much that uh, we appreciate you. And um, as we get ready to go into this weekend, especially for those of you on our answer stations, I won't see you um, before the 4th of July. I want to remind you that stay safe out there. Whether you support politically wearing masks or not, I understand that. But I would tell you, as someone who is uh, really vulnerable uh, because of my immune system, and uh, if I have to go out and uh, get something and pick something up, sure would mean a lot to me if you were in a public place and had a chance to just slip that mask on. And um, hopefully that would make a difference And um, because I'm, I'm, I'm just praising the Lord for where I am at today. But uh, as you can understand, I've got to take things just a little bit easier. And who knows who you're going to be walking past in uh, some of your travels uh, as you're out and about uh, over the um, over this extended weekend. Hey, it is a great gesture because I know I, I, I pass by people and I'm like, thank you, thank you in my mind. And uh, that makes a difference. Well, we're going to be taking a time out in just a moment. And as I said, I got a great great show lined up including dr ben carson all that and more coming up on the bill bunkley show i'll be right back ACS Home Services is the Bay Area's most trusted heating and AC company. Integrity is their core belief. And you'll know for yourself within moments of meeting your technician. Right now, call 813-534-4117 and take advantage of a total system rejuvenation, including sanitizing ductwork, all for only $79. If you're not 100% satisfied, you don't pay. Learn more at acshomeservices.com or book today at 813-534-4117. 813-534-4117. Sunday mornings at 9, join Rabbi Stephen Weiler for Heart of Messiah. 
And also we looked at verse 35, which talks about as long as there's a sun, a moon, stars, that the nation of Israel will never cease from being a nation before God. Heart of Messiah, Sunday mornings at 9 on Faith Talk, AM 570, and online at letstalkfaith.com. Faith Talk 570, WTBN, Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Senator Mike Lee of Utah came up short today in his effort to pass a resolution condemning mob violence. Lee says many protesters don't know their history as evidenced by attacks on statues of Union war heroes. And a reported plan to target the statue of Abraham Lincoln, financed in 1876 entirely by private donations from freed African-American slaves. His resolution condemning mob violence was blocked by Democrat Robert Menendez. It reeks of a supremacist view. We know better. Menendez accusing Republicans of doing too little to improve law enforcement. Bob Agnew, Capitol Hill. President Trump says the spread of coronavirus in the U.S. continues to be a challenge. Some areas that were very hard hit are now doing very well. Some were doing very well, and we thought they may be gone, and they flare up, and we're putting out the fires. But he says the economy is roaring back despite some virus spikes. We haven't killed all of the virus yet, and yet you look at these numbers, and that's based on a very strong foundation that we built. Many states, especially in the South and West, are experiencing spikes in coronavirus cases. Congress extends the relief program for COVID-slammed businesses in America. Correspondent Bernie Bennett has more. On Wednesday, the House easily passed a temporary extension of subsidy programs for small businesses slammed by the coronavirus, speeding the measure to President Trump's desk. Approval by voice vote without debate came after Democrats pushed legislation through the GOP-controlled Senate late Tuesday as spikes in coronavirus cases in many states led to renewed shutdowns of bars and other businesses. The legislation extends the June 30th deadline for applying for the program to August 8th. The loans have been a lifeline to almost 5 million firms, but business owners are looking for more flexibility and aid that helps them survive over the long haul. Bernie Bennett in Washington. On Wall Street, the Dow by 92 points, the Nasdaq rose 53, the S&P advanced 14. This is SRN News. Blue Star Medicated Ointment gets five-star reviews from our loyal users for fast relief of the pain and itch of almost any skin irritation. Blue Star soothes insect bites and fungal infections. It really works on the summer rashes I get every year. I had psoriasis on my elbows. Blue Star worked wonders. Amazing stuff. Smear a bit on and the itch is gone. Look for the white box with the Blue Star in the first aid section. Feel Blue Star work fast or your money back. Jay Farner here, CEO of Rocket Mortgage. Making the right financial decisions has never been more important. When you turn to Rocket Mortgage, we can help guide you to those right decisions now when they matter most. Mortgage rates are near historic lows, so now is a great time to call 8338-ROCKET. And if you need some extra money, a cash-out refinance could give you that financial boost you're looking for. Call today at 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com to learn more. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NML. 
Lawyers fighting to keep boys from competing against girls in school sports says this month's Supreme Court ruling in support of transgenderism will be a problem. This idea of redefining or including gender identity in the concept of biological sex really could pose significant harms to women. Christiana Holcomb of Alliance Defending Freedom. Really threatens to undermine the advances that we have made for women over the course of the last many decades, including in the area of athletics. ADF is fighting transgenderism in Idaho in Connecticut. This week's Supreme Court decision that says states can't cut religious schools out of programs that send public money to private education to breathe new life into similar efforts in Maine and Vermont. A lawsuit by three families in Maine who want the state to pay for tuition for religious schools is already pending in the First Circuit Court of Appeals in Boston. The Vermont case seeks to allow religious school students to participate in a program allowing high schoolers to take college courses. This is SRN News. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns. And that someone is us. We are free radio. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. As the will of the students go, so goes the will of the nation. This is the central theme of the new movie, Return to the Hiding Place, a film about Corrie ten Boom and her family's heroic efforts to hide and save Jews from Nazis during World War II and about her secret army of teenagers. Watch this captivating movie tonight with your older children at SalemNow.com and save 20% with the promo code TAMPA. Return to the Hiding Place at SalemNow.com. Promo code TAMPA. Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll-free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the Bill Bunkley Show. We are honored to have you with us. We are part of the Salem Media Group and very proud to be um, in that uh, seat as well. Well, it is, um, it is the Independence Day weekend, and it's upon us. And this is going to be a very, very special opportunity for us to, to remember exactly why we are here as a nation. To remember what were the foundational principles of what put this nation together. And to ask a question, have have things so changed that we would want to change our foundational principles? Would we want to replace those principles with Marxism, 
socialism, communism, a strong central government, a government that would be greatly opposed to Christians in the Christian church as well as any men and women of any faith. We need not look too far around to see the crackdowns on the freedom of religion, the expression of religious freedom, and religious liberty. Those, along with our First Amendment rights of free speech and the rights of our men and women that are part of our society. I hope that uh, we will all join together. I know that I'll be having my flag out all throughout the weekend at my home. Might be a good uh, good opportunity if uh, you have the, the resources and have never mounted a flag outside your home. Would be a, a very encouraging sign to drive throughout our neighborhoods uh, over this um, extended celebration of our independence and to see the red, white, and blue just uh, just covering the landscape all throughout uh, our listening area. Well, I'm going to be sharing some quotes from the Founding Fathers here in just a few moments. And I think it's important because in many aspects, uh, whether it's the media or whether it's the history books or, or whatever it is, and, and maybe even people's opinion, misguided opinion, those that would say that uh, the, uh, the Bible, Christianity, had nothing to do with the Founding Fathers in putting together this country. Well, we will debunk some of that, including the fact that uh, some say, well, you know, the Founding Fathers weren't really, you know, they weren't really into Christianity like they like to say, meaning us, like to spin it today. Well, we'll uh, spend some time uh, dealing with the truth. But what I wanted to do was just take a moment because uh, we had an opportunity and um, HHS Secretary Dr. Ben Carson as you know, was just a a phenomenal surgeon. Unbelievable. And uh, he's not been practicing as a surgeon for quite some time. He's uh, a very important uh, African-American member of uh, President Trump's uh, cabinet. And as uh, we are going into not only the 4th of July, on one hand, we're we're thinking about our freedoms. On the other hand, uh, we're certainly uh, thinking about uh, all of the destruction that's been, what's been going uh, on in America. And he had some thoughts about that. And I thought the thoughts would be uh, something special for us to consider uh, as we are also considering the um, not only the Declaration of Independence, but Independence Day weekend. Uh, right here in our listening area. Uh, let's let, 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 let's take a listen. 
Dr. Carson, always good to have you with us. You know, with, this, with regard to this question of the, the foundation of Black Lives Matter, and when you hear, you know, that is Martha McCallum with Fox News. ideology, that they're proud of that Marxist ideology, you know, do you, are you concerned about that extending into the broader part of the movement that you see, you know, on people's T-shirts and everything else? Do you think that there's a danger that emanates from that? Well, we're really talking about two different things. Uh, you know, do black lives matter? I think everybody would agree that they do. Mm -hmm. uh, but we're talking about something else when we're talking about a movement that espouses things like, you know, taking down the model of Western family structure, talking about defunding the police. And there are a host of things on their website, uh, the Marxist uh, influence. Mm -hmm. These are things that are antithetical to the American model and to patriotism in this country. So I think there are a lot of innocent and good people who think Black Lives Matters just means, you know, we should be taking care of our black citizens and making sure that they're not discriminated against. Absolutely. And that's noble and laudable. Yep. But we have an organization that is taking advantage of the fact that people don't really know what's behind a Marxist-driven organization. Great point. You know, with regard to, um, you know, what sort of can be said and not said when you talk about Black Lives Matter, this is um, a tweet from Terry Crews, who said, if you're a child of God, you are my brother and sister. I have family of every race, creed, and ideology. We must ensure hashtag Black Lives Matter doesn't morph into hashtag Black Lives Better. Um, that becomes a controversial statement in today's environment. What do you say to that? Well, interestingly enough, you know, one of the heroes of everybody of our history is Dr. Martin Luther mm -hmm. King. And what did he advocate for? A colorblind society. Yeah. He said, I dream of a time when people will be judged by the content of their character, not the color of their skin. Here we are putting everything in the context of color of skin, of external characteristics. And as I've said before, those things don't really matter at the same way as your brain does. You know, when I open up somebody's head and I'm operating on their brain, there is nothing in there that says this is a black person or a white person or a yellow person or a brown person. And that is the thing that actually makes you who you are. And as we divide ourselves, we allow ourselves to be divided we are destroying the very fabric of our nation. This is called the United States of America. And this is what we need to think about. You know, and instead of trying to tear down our history, maybe what we need to be doing is adding to our history. Let's, let's put some statues up of, of Booker T. Washington, George Washington Carver, Elijah McCoy, who invented the automatic lubrication system for locomotive engines. People tried to always copy his stuff, and people would say, is that a McCoy? Is that the real mm -hmm. McCoy? He's an African-American inventor. There's a lot of things that we can be putting up and make sure that everybody feels that they're included in the yeah. development of this great nation of ours. That's a great idea. Before I let you go, the, the phrase symbol of hate that the president tweeted about the Black Lives Matter paint uh, that's going down right now in front of uh, City Hall downtown. Um, was that a mistake on his part to, to call it that or not? Well, I, I guess the, the larger question is when you're in a public forum 
a public square, do you have the right to put on there, you know, a political statement? Mm -hmm. uh, I wonder what people would say if somebody painted a Confederate flag on a public street. So we really need to take into consideration those things. On, on private property, absolutely do whatever you want. This is a, a free country. But we have to recognize that when we put political symbols on public property, we have to take responsibility for that. That was Dr. Ben Carson, and uh, he was um, uh, having an interview with uh, Martha McCollum. Uh, that, McCollum, that happened uh, last night on Fox News during her program. And some very insightful thoughts. And um, I don't know, but if we can ever get this corner turned quickly, and I guess what I should say, can we get this corner turned quickly, that uh, some of those suggestions, certainly uh, there are African-American uh, men and women who have made huge contributions uh, to America. And I'm thinking of uh, just several examples right now this afternoon. And part of uh, how we come back together is uh, we have African Americans, we have Native Americans, we have Asian Americans. We're all Americans. But a good look at uh, some of those who made some tremendously large contributions to our way of life here in America. Yeah, you betcha. Let's take that list. Let's get that list out. Uh, let's let's kind of look at uh, some of the accomplishments on that list. And uh, I'm all for recognizing uh, some of those accomplishments in very, very public areas. Because whether it's positive history or negative history, I, I just so firmly believe that history is so very, very important. That's why we have the Bible. What is the Bible? The Bible is a written history inspired by the Holy Spirit. And how do we learn about conducting our life today? By studying the lives of so many others. From the dawn of creation all the way to uh, the end of Revelation, even speculating what is to come. That's why the Bible is so rich, because it is a it is an accurate reference point. And you know, if we get rid of all of our history, if we tear down all of our history, the good, the bad, we are going to really handicap our sons, our daughters, and the future generations to come. Because the more that you have an opportunity to not only be presented with a fact of history, and usually with each fact of history, there are two sides of, um, of, 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 of two different lives on either side of whatever that aspect of history is. And they oftentimes have two very different perspectives. And both of those perspectives are very rich in allowing us to meditate on those perspectives and to let those guide our lives moving forward making the right decisions when i come back let's take a look at those founding fathers they had some interesting things to say about jesus christ and about christianity all that and more to bill bunkley show be right back 
Hey, are you guys open? Yeah, yeah, we are. Come on in. As businesses reopen across the nation, is your business prepared for what comes next? Salem Surround can help. COVID-19 brought America's thriving economy to a screeching halt. But now, local businesses are getting back to normal. Are you ready for the return to business and all that pent-up consumer demand? Contact Salem Surround. Learn more at surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com. Connecting you with new customers. Bill Carl here for my friends at Moss Nissan. You know, while the factories were slowing production and many dealerships were running out of cars to sell, Moss Nissan and Moss Acura went on an inventory buying spree, so you don't have to settle. Now, with over 1,000 new and pre-owned vehicles to choose from, Moss has a vehicle for everyone's budget. Now, before you buy that Nissan or Acura elsewhere, see Moss. They'll have the vehicle you want, the other guys might not. Their goal is to never lose your business over price. With many favorable finance programs, including 0% loans with approved credit, Moss Nissan Crystal River just received the prestigious Award of Excellence from Nissan. Great job, guys. And if you're searching for a new, improved service experience, Moss Service Departments handle all makes and models. Moss Nissan and Acura are the home of You Serve, You Save, which now applies to pastors and church workers in addition to vets, first responders, and active military. Locations in Newport Ritchie, Crystal River, and now Florida Avenue. Or go to MossAcura.com and MossNissan.com. Sunday mornings at 11, join Dr. John Connell of Countryside Baptist Church for Helping Life Make Sense. Give up your security blanket and open your heart and your mind to the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit who dwells within you. Helping Life Make Sense with Dr. John Connell, Sunday mornings at 11 on Faith Talk, AM 570, 910, and at letstalkfaith.com. We're back. Bill Bunkley here. And, yes, I can tell you that I had my eyes shut and I I had my hands lifted. And I just for a few seconds, I was just praising our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And I hope that uh, those opportunities throughout our show are also uh, times where you can just take a moment out and just be inspired in your soul and through the Holy Spirit by uh, some of the artists that... Uh, being with us uh, in the afternoons. Well, let's talk a little bit about our founding fathers. Let's talk about what they said, what was written, what references to Christianity, what references to Jesus Christ. Now, let's not apply what's happening here in 2020 to the world of the Founding Fathers. No electricity. No inside plumbing sometimes. Sometimes there was. Messages took a lot longer to get uh, communicated than they do today. Large agricultural businesses, shipping businesses, 
And so they have come together because they are tired of taxes. They are tired of a lot of things. In fact, if you haven't ever read the Declaration of Independence all the way to its end, that might be a good thing to do sometime over the next uh, few days. It really will give you an understanding of the list of grievances they had against the crown, the crown in Great Britain. One of our founding fathers, his name was John Adams. He actually was one of the signers of the Declaration of Independence. He was a judge. He was a diplomat. He was one of two signers of the Bill of Rights. He also served as the second president after George Washington of uh, the President of the United States. And let me tell you, just as I forgot to a moment ago, a great resource for this, and if you'd like to uh, see my source, uh, go to wallbuilders.com. They are a very important tool and resource for the Bill Bunkley Show, and um, they have done some, some excellent research. So let's share a little bit about some quotes from John Adams. He said, the general principles on which the fathers achieved independence were the general principles of Christianity. I will avow that I then believed and now believe that those general principles of Christianity are as eternal and immutable as the existence and attributes of God. Imagine one of our public officials in the Congress standing up in the House or the Senate and making a same similar, uh, similar state statement. John Adams said, without religion, this world would be something not fit to be mentioned in polite company. I mean hell. He also said the Christian religion is above all. It's above all the religions that ever prevailed or existed in ancient or modern times. The religion of wisdom virtue, equity, and humanity. Suppose a nation in some distant region should take the Bible for their only law book, and every member should regulate his conduct by the precepts there exhibited. What a utopia, what a paradise would this region be. And last, from John Adams, I have examined all religions. And the result is that the Bible is the best book in the world. Does that sound like somebody who 
not only was aware of the Christian worldview, but certainly how deep that Christian worldview went to his very soul. The founding father, the second president of the United States. Now you had John Quincy Adams. Kind of goes in the family. The son, he was the sixth president of the United States. John Quincy Adams was a diplomat. He served as Secretary of State. He was a U.S. Senator, U.S. Representative. He was old man eloquent. And he was hellbound, excuse me, hellhound, hellhound of abolition. He wrote, my hopes of a future life are all founded upon the gospel of Christ. And I cannot prevail or quibble away, evade or object to the whole tenor of his conduct by which he sometimes positively asserted and at other times uh, countenances, as, he, as the Lord would permit, his disciples in asserting that he was God. He also said in the chain of human events, the birthday of the nation is dissolubly linked with the birthday of the Savior. The Declaration of Independence laid the cornerstone of human government upon the first precepts of Christianity. Sounds like a pretty strong endorsement for our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And again, a very strong presence in the White House of the sixth President of the United States. And we're going to be hearing more from John Quincy Adams. I have another quote after the break. And then we're going to be hearing from Sam Adams. That's right, Samuel Adams will be exploring his thoughts about Christianity. His philosophy is one of our founding fathers. A lot to contemplate in this 2020 Independence Day weekend. I'm Bill Bunkley. Be right back. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. The number of confirmed coronavirus cases in the U.S. climbed to a new high of more than 50,000 per day on Thursday, with the infection curve rising in 40 out of 50 states as the pandemic trended in the wrong direction in nearly all of the country outside of the Northeast. The U.S. recorded 50,700 new cases, according to a tally kept by Johns Hopkins University. All but 10 U.S. states are showing an increase of confirmed cases over the past 14 days, according to data compiled by the COVID Tracking Project. Nebraska and South Dakota were the only states outside the Northeast with a decrease in cases, but those states are also recording higher positive test rates. On Wall Street, the Dow up by 92 points, the Nasdaq rose 53, the S&P 500 advanced 14, oil up to 40.65 a barrel. This is SRN News. 
In Jeremiah chapter 30, verse 2, God says, Write in a book all the words I have spoken to you. In the midst of a pandemic, we've rediscovered a world that's hungry for truth, for the gospel. As Christians, we're called to run with God's banner for all to see. At ChristianAuthors.com, we're linking arms with believers like you. If you have a testimony to share, go to ChristianAuthors.com. It's time to put pen to paper. Let us help you get your story published. Go to ChristianAuthors.com today. People come to Ruth's Chris for more than just a great steak. They come to let off some steam. Take Rob, Joe, and Shelly. When they get wrapped up in a week-long assignment at work, they head on over to Ruth's Chris for a much-needed break over some sizzling steaks served to perfection. It's a chance for them to loosen up, have a few laughs, and talk about anything. Anything but work, that is. Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. Serving more than just sizzling steaks. Weekdays at 1 p.m. Don't miss Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. I'm not lying. My conscience testifies with me, enlightened and prompted by my spirit. So the connection is Simon Peter received it through his conscience working with the Holy Spirit. Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. Weekdays at 1 on Faith Talk 570, 910, and online at letstalkfaith.com. Now streaming on SalemNow.com is the brand new film, Selfie Dad. Selfie Dad is a very funny yet powerful movie about a Christian dad in a midlife crisis who becomes an overnight social media phenomenon only to turn away from God and his family. But when he's confronted with a newfound friendship and the life-changing truths of the Bible, he learns the only way to have true happiness. Some of these things I just can't fix without some sort of direction. And I'm finding it right here in the Bible. God can do incredible things. Selfie Dad stars Christian comedians Michael Jr. and Shonda Pierce, as well as Grammy singer, YouTube star Jamie Grace, and War Room's Karen Abercrombie. It will inspire you to find the life-changing value of the Bible. Watch Selfie Dad at SalemNow.com and use promo code TAMPA to save 20%. That's SalemNow.com, promo code TAMPA. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk, AM 570 and AM 910. But you can also find encouragement on our Facebook page, WTBN AM 570 and 910. Streaming at letstalkfaith.com. Care to feel my hurt? Who am I that the bright and morning star would choose to light the way for my ever wandering heart? And not because of who I am, but because of what you've done, not because of what I've done. But because of who you are. And we're back. God's grace, God's beautiful grace. What a time of, uh, of a few moments of worship here on the Bill Bunkley Show. As we're contemplating our independence, 
Independence Weekend. We're taking a look behind the scenes of the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution. We're, we're pulling the curtain back to, to learn more about our founding fathers this afternoon. There's a rich history there. It's a history that you probably won't see documented on CNN or MSNBC for sure. It is a rich history of very deep rootings in the gospel of Jesus Christ. I want to share one more quote from John Quincy Adams, 6th President of the United States. He said, and I quote, The hope of a Christian is inseparable from his faith. Whoever believes in the divine inspiration of the Holy Scriptures must hope that the religion of Jesus shall prevail throughout the earth. Never, since the foundation of the world, have the prospects of mankind been more encouraging to that hope than they appear to be at the present time. And may the associated distribution of the Bible proceed and prosper till the Lord shall have made, quote, bear his holy arm in the eyes of all the nations and all the ends of the earth shall see the salvation of our God, close quote. Some of you may recognize that, John Quincy Adams, at the end of that particular passage, he was quoting Isaiah, the, 52, the 52nd chapter, and verse 10. But there's more. What about Sam Adams? Samuel Adams. He, too, put his life on the line. He signed the Declaration of Independence, which could have been signing his death warrant. He's known as the father of the American Revolution. He was a ratifier of the U.S. Constitution. Samuel Adams also served as the governor of Massachusetts. Well, let's take a look at uh, his thoughts about the gospel in Jesus Christ. In one quote, he said, I rely upon the merits of Jesus Christ for a pardon of all of my sins. Sounds like the, that's one of our founding fathers who certainly understood the gospel, the rescuing gospel of Jesus Christ. He also said, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. Thither the righteous flee and are safe, quoting Proverbs 18.10. Then he went on to say, let us secure his favor, and he will lead us through the journey of this life. And at length, receive us to a better. I conceive we cannot better express ourselves than by humbly 
supplicating the supreme ruler of the world that the confusions that are and have been among the nations may be overruled by promoting and speedily bringing in the holy and happy period when the kingdoms of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ may be everywhere established and the people willingly bow to the scepter of him who is the Prince of Peace. Sam Adams. He also called on the state of Massachusetts to pray. He asked they pray that, quote, the peaceful and glorious reign of our divine Redeemer may be known and enjoyed throughout the whole family of mankind. He also said, may we with one heart and voice, humbly implore his gracious and free pardon through Jesus Christ, supplicating his divine aid, and above all to cause the religion of Jesus Christ in his true spirit to spread far and wide to the whole earth shall be filled with his glory. And a last quote I want to share with you from Samuel Adams. With true contrition, of heart, to confess their sins to God and implore forgiveness to the merits and the mediation of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Now that's uh, Samuel Adams. As I'm sharing this afternoon, do you get the feeling that the original intent of the Founding Fathers in the area of separation of church and state? Now, do you get the feeling how much they were afraid of Christianity, did not want to embrace Christianity, and were, were putting up these barriers between the state and the church? No, no, no. The whole idea of that letter to the Danbury Baptists was all about the fact of keeping the government out of the affairs of the church. They were not concerned. In fact, I'll go out and be very bold. I, I believe they hoped that the church would be involved and have an influence on the government of the United States of America. By the way, when they had the first Congress, uh, the Capitol Hill built, do you know that there was uh, almost immediately upon completion that on Sundays there was a church that met in the chambers of the U.S. House of Representatives? No, we must be wise about the rewriting of history. Now, there's a gentleman you might not have heard of, Joshua Bartlett. He was a signer of the Declaration of Independence. He was a military officer. He also served as judge. He was also uh, the governor of New Hampshire during his life. In an official document called on the people of New Hampshire, here is what he had to say. To confess before God their aggravated transgressions and to implore his pardon and forgiveness through the merits and mediation of Jesus Christ, that the knowledge of the gospel of Jesus Christ may be made known to all nations pure in undefiled religion, universally prevail, 
and the earth be filled with the glory of the Lord. I don't know about you, but I, but I find this fascinating uh, of the signers of the Declaration of Independence. And some of them you may know, and some of them you may not know. And uh, that's why I'm enjoying sharing some of these names that uh, you, you, might not have a, you might not have any kind of exposure to. But when they were putting their life on the line, it was all about a grounding in a Christian worldview. Have you ever heard of Gunning Bedford? Gunning Bedford, he was a member of the Continental Congress. He was a military officer. He was a federal judge, and he was also a signer of the Constitution. He said, and I quote, To the triune God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, be ascribed all honor and dominion forever. Amen. This founding father had a very clear understanding of the Trinity and was not ashamed to share it. How about Elias Boudinot? Elias Boudinot, a founding father. He served as president of Congress. He signed the peace treaty to end the American Revolution. He was the first attorney admitted to the U.S. Supreme Court bar. He was a framer of the Bill of Rights and later would serve at the U.S. Mint as the director of the U.S. Mint. He said, and I quote, Let us enter on this important business under the idea that we are Christians, on whom the eyes of the world are now turned. Let us earnestly call and beseech him for Christ's sake to preside in our councils. We can only depend on the all-powerful influence of the Spirit of God, whose divine aid and assistance it becomes us as a Christian people most devoutly to implore. Therefore, I move that some minister of the gospel be requested to attend this Congress every morning in order to open the meeting with prayer. Pretty pretty amazing quotes, aren't they? We'll have a couple more to round out uh, our show and, uh, in just a moment as we have to take a uh, commercial break. But you see, these were just not politicians. That's why we refer to them, quite honestly, as statesmen. And we've got a few statesmen and a few stateswomen today, but those of us who are Christ followers, when we spend time reading, and, and this is part of the biographies, this is why I recommend reading Christian biographies, but when we, when we see what the collective thought process was, 
behind the scenes. And not just behind the scenes, proclamations in the Congress uh, from the, the leadership of, of the President's United States. This is what we must share with our children. This is what we must teach our children and future generations to understand that the gospel of Jesus Christ is a cornerstone, if not the foundation, of the Declaration of Independence and of the Constitution. A couple of more final quotes before we round out this afternoon's show. I'm Bill Bunkley with the Bill Bunkley Show. Be right back. She is yearning for shelter and affection that she never found. If you're like a lot of Floridians, you've not been spending a lot of time in your car. When you're called back to work or taking that nice family drive to get away from it all, take a good look at your windshield. If you notice any cracks or chips, I want you to call Auto Glass America. I use them on my windshield replacement. Was so happy with the work. Remember, just because you drive an expensive import, you don't have to go to the dealer. And with Auto Glass America, you get a free windshield and cash back with comprehensive insurance that is the kind of deal we all need in this economy. Remember, 813-96-GLASS. 813-96-GLASS for Auto Glass America. Tell them Mike Gallagher sent you. Do you want to get rid of your expensive landline, save money, but keep your important home telephone number? Then OurOldNumber.com has the perfect solution. OurOldNumber.com allows you to keep your home phone number and cancel that expensive landline connection. With OurOldNumber.com, calls from family and friends to your home phone number are answered by a personal greeting from you. The caller selects which family member they want to reach, and the call is immediately forwarded to that family member's cell phone. Your important home phone number is still your number. It's still in directory assistance, and no matter where you happen to be, you'll never miss a call. There's no equipment to buy. There's nothing to install. There are no long-term contracts, and it's only $9.99 per month. Best of all, OurOldNumber.com eliminates those annoying sales calls. Now, your home telephone number can be as mobile as you and your family are with OurOldNumber.com. Visit OurOldNumber.com to learn more and get started today. OurOldNumber.com Weekdays at 9 a.m. Be encouraged by The Barnabas Effect with Pastor Paul Purvis. Live your life on purpose. God created you for a purpose. So decide today to start living on purpose. But know this. You can expect challenges along the way. So you've got to learn to shake off the dust and go on with God. The Barnabas Effect with Pastor Paul Purvis. Weekday mornings at 9 on Faith Talk, AM 570, 910, and let Hey, are you guys open? Yeah, yeah, we are. Come on in. As businesses reopen across the nation, is your business prepared for what comes next? Salem Surround can help. COVID-19 brought America's thriving economy to a screeching halt. But now, local businesses are getting back to normal. Are you ready for the return to business and all that pent-up consumer demand? Contact Salem Surround. Learn more at surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com. Connecting you with new customers. As the will of the students goes, so goes the will of the nation. This is the central theme of Return to the Hiding Place, the film about Corey Ten Boom and her secret army of teenagers' heroic efforts to hide and save Jews from the Nazis during World War II. 
Corey's story was made famous by her book, an original movie produced by the Billy Graham Association. 45 years later comes Return to the Hiding Place, the untold behind-the-scenes true story of Corey's secret army of student teenagers' efforts to rescue Jewish people. Told by Hans Poli, one of Corey's teens in the resistance, Return to the Hiding Place is an action-packed film of the Dutch underground's true breathtaking rescue of an entire orphanage of Jewish children. Return to the Hiding Place, starring John Rice Davies. Watch this captivating film tonight with your older children at SalemNow.com and save 20% with the promo code TAMPA. Return to the Hiding Place at SalemNow.com, promo code TAMPA. Due to historical content, might not be suitable for younger audiences. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, Let's Talk Faith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at Radio.com. To battle is to fight, to struggle, to overcome, and ultimately for the Marine Corps, it means to win. There is no alternative. It's not just a statement of intent. It's a promise to our nation, a promise kept for more than two centuries, a promise of the Marines. Back with Bunkley here with this final segment this afternoon. As we have been saluting our founding fathers, our founding fathers who had a very firm foundation in the gospel of Jesus Christ, and been showcasing some of the founding fathers that you may not have remembered or heard of, but they are very, very important indeed. They're very important to the fabric of our nation. They're very important part of the history that we must not allow to be revised or rewritten or left out. The last one I want to share this afternoon is Charles Carroll. Charles Carroll was one of the signers of the Declaration of Independence. He was also selected as a delegate to the Constitutional Convention there in Philadelphia. And because we are so focused on the blessing of the First Amendment, of free speech, religious liberty, religious freedom, he was a framer of that same Bill of Rights, also served as a United States Senator. Let me close out by sharing some of the thoughts of this founding father. He said, on the mercy of my Redeemer, I rely for salvation and on his merits, not on the works I have done in obedience to his precepts. That just makes me smile. I mean, to hear quotes like this, with a very firm foundation and understanding of theological principles. I just praise the Lord for him. 
He also said, grateful to Almighty God for the blessings which, through Jesus Christ our Lord, he had confirmed on my beloved country in her emancipation and on myself in permitting me, under circumstances of mercy, to live to the age of 89 years of age and to survive the 50th year of independence adopted by Congress on the 4th of July, 1776, which I originally subscribed on the second day of August of the same year and of which I am now the lasting surviving signer. Moving. He also wrote, I, Charles Carroll, give and bequeath my soul to God who gave it, my body to the earth, hoping that through and by the merits, sufferings, and meditation of my only Savior and Jesus Christ, I may be admitted into the kingdom prepared by God for those who love, fear, and truly serve Him. We have such a blessed history. And my final thought is, I contemplate this from, a, from, from God's viewpoint. Can you imagine the amount of praying that was going on with our founding fathers? that they were part of 13 colonies who were going to go against the British crown. They're going to declare that they're no longer under British authority, knowing that the, the Redcoats would come, knowing that they could be signing their lives away. But, you know, I think there's enough evidence this afternoon that we see God's thread in God's footprint through every, every man that was part of this effort, both the Declaration and with the Constitution. And clearly, it was God's will. And as we celebrate Independence 2020, let's remember to, at the very same parallel time, to give all the glory and honor to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, Asking him to forgive us where we have drifted away from his principles. Also asking him to allow each of us as his ambassador to go forth by our actions and deeds and by our words. And let us share the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ to everyone those opportunities come our way. Pray that America would recognize her roots and to return to the principles of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Thank you for being with us on this very special day where we took a look at the, the hand of our, of our, of our God, of, of Jesus Christ, His Holy Spirit, as well as those who were obedient and led this country to our independence. Let us meditate on that these very precious days and yes I love the United States of America 
and I love this country through my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I'm Bill Bunkle.